0: at Whalen Bay will make sure your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. You can do all this at Whalen Bay in St. Augustine located at 845 State Road 207 or give them a call at 217-3778 or visit whalenbaymarine.com. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized dealer for Tracker boats, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, Mako, and now your full line of Ranger boats. And remember, every day is a boat show at Whalen Bay Marine. Good morning and welcome to the Nimitz Chevrolet Outdoor Show. I'm Captain Kevin Favors with David Captain Kirk Waltz, Chris Wayne spinning the hits, and we are live at Atlantic Coast Marine for the re-grand opening.
1: Man, the place is nice. It looks beautiful, doesn't it? It really does. It looks yes. beautiful.
0: Yeah, I came in yesterday afternoon. I told Brett, said, "Man, you didn't hold back any expenses, man. This, it is beautiful." Yeah, a
1: couple of years ago, uh, of course, Brett and and has owned Atlantic Coast Marine for how, how many years now?
0: Oh, I don't know. Quite some time,
1: okay. And when he when he got it, it used to be one little old building, and you know, you know, had a pretty decent sized lot. But I mean, since then, Brett has I think bought the lot behind it. They built a new building for the service part of the operation, Mm -hmm. and then what we're in is the brand new building that's the showroom part of the of the building with all the different boats that are right beside it. Some of them that are right out front. One of them that's right inside, and it's fantastic. It is. And the artwork in here, and I, you know, I, yeah. I'm I'm big in the wood. Mm-hmm. First of all, we're sitting in these cedar rocking chairs that are beautiful.
0: <laughs> yeah. So when I came in yesterday, uh, Brett, we were setting everything up, and he goes, "What do you think about sitting in these?" I said, "Oh yeah." I, I said, Logaman's just going <laughs> to be like, oh yeah, give me the big rocking chair." These are great. Yeah, they're oh, awesome. These are
1: great. There's a there's a tarpon carved in wood. Right behind Kevin and Kirk, right when you walk in, it'll be right on your front. So if folks are coming down here, they can check it out. And it's carved into almost a piece of driftwood with all these flies attached to it. It is an absolute thing of beauty. And uh, he's got some old oars. And then the painting in his office, did you see that? Yeah, it's nice. It's a uh, painting of two turkey hunters. Mm -hmm. And it's it's beautiful. I mean, that is an absolute piece of... uh, piece of, of art. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: And, you know, the thing is, Brett picked all the artwork. Oh, it's beautiful. He came around and picked it. I mean, you've got a uh, conference room over here where he's got framed flies, giant flies, uh, matted yeah. and mounted on the walls. And then the neat thing, in some of the office uh, nooks, he's got this cypress all the cypress yeah, <laughs> mounted on the wall. So it's just it's it's tastefully done. It's really yeah. pretty. Uh, that I, I,
3: right there. I have a question. I have a question. Yeah. Anywhere in the halls or in a conference room or anything, is there a picture of dogs playing poker?
0: Oh, no.
1: I don't around. see that.
0: Yeah.
2: Mm. Not Not
3: maybe that. find a spot for that cuz that
1: yeah. muah, and I, I love primo. Chris Chris there's one room that's got a, a mounts of a redfish, a largemouth bass, and a and a nice. trout. I mean, it's, trout. it's it's, it's beautiful. Yep. But it, you right. know, here's the most important thing. I mean, look, if you're if you're looking to buy a boat, uh, this is this is one of your places now. I mean, one of the top places to come, period, mm-hmm. just because of the line of boats that they've got here, which is the Pathfinder Hughes, Maverick, Everglades. I mean, they've got some fantastic boats here. And uh and I know and here here's the other thing. Today are are they giving away all that stuff?
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: He kind of went yeah, overboard. So you want me to go over it real quick? Yeah, he let's, went, let's, let's over, do it, that. Seriously, folks, <clears throat> giving this away at between 11 and 1130, and, and you got to be present. You, yeah, but you, it's worth your time. If you're listening, listen.
1: All you have to do, okay, yep. it, to, to enter uh-huh. is to is to come here, and you will get a raffle ticket. Yep. Okay, and you have to, as Kevin said, you have to be here if your name is drawn. If your name is drawn and you're not here, you don't get it.
0: <laughs> it, it it's worth your time, okay? First eight-foot power pole. Which I don't know I I'm just sitting there looking that's at. That's the that's the eight um, foot
1: blade right. power pole. A
0: Yamaha three thousand generator.
1: Yes, and it's on uh, on wheels.
0: Right. Uh, Yamaha two point five outboard motor.
1: Total cool dinghy outboard.
0: <laughs> yeah, giving away an outboard yeah. motor. Two one hundred hour services, um, a twenty foot stiffy hybrid, which obviously is a push pole, mm-hmm. and two onboard chargers. Battery chargers, uh, yeah, two, but two onboard chargers. All right, so I, 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 if you added all that up, I don't know, but I like your chances. All you got to do is of
2: dollars worth of stuff. You gotta, you gotta you you give it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that onboard motor right there is is about twenty five hundred to thirty five hundred dollars. That's crazy. Alone. It's crazy. Well, I don't know what that generator's worth. I'd say four thousand uh, dollars.
1: I don't know if it's that much, but it's not. It's not cheap. No, it's, no, not, it's, no, it's a, not. It's a cheap it's
0: it's, it's the, Yamaha.
1: the cool thing yeah. about the generator is that it's uh, it's mobile. It has, it's literally, yeah. it's, it has a wheel and casters on one side, they're swivel casters, and then the bigger wheels on the other side, so you can push this thing around yep. wherever you need to, instead of trying to pick it up and move it, man, this is this is self-mobile. So anyway, uh, we're here, and uh, so come on down, we're broadcasting live, it's open. I think Brett said something about banana pudding. <laughs> he's
2: got <laughs> banana pudding, shocker. and, and he, was, he was, yeah, shocker. Chris, have, I'm dead serious, yeah, he said, barbecue. how
0: yep.
1: many tubs did he say he's got? Ten?
2: He did say ten,
0: ten tubs. <laughs> he said yeah, like ten, he's got ten,
1: ten tubs yeah. of banana pudding. Yeah. And banana so how pudding. much
2: does he have for everybody else? Yeah, I, exactly. I mean. I got one. You know, he said the, the uh, donuts and pastries are coming. Mm. So they'll, they should be here shortly. And then they're going to fire up a smoker. I mean, they got a smoker oh. or a barbecue. Can't beat that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, come on down. It's you know, got drinks. And uh, you can win. Beverages and you can win some stuff. Win some stuff. Check <laughs> out the new boats. Yes. Um.
1: What, what?
2: Uh, he said he's got like eight or ten Boston butts and Whoa. just slabs and slabs of ribs. So, <laughs> well, What's wrong with that? Come on down, man. You're going to be eating high on the hog, uh, no pun intended. Maybe win a outboard motor. All right. Uh, yeah, really. How bad can it be? So
1: we got we got a lot to get to today. Uh, we do. Paul, Paul Dozier is going to be joining us because next weekend is the old school Kingfish shootout. Yep, yep. can't uh, wait. We're going to talk some Kingfishing uh Kevin, you've got some kingfish stories, uh, and from what the the it's, bite, it's, it's epic. Okay, it's, it's, as good it's,
2: as I, as good as I've seen in years. Okay, we yeah, were, we're talking about that before we got on the air. It was good yesterday. So if it, there was ever a time to enter
1: a kingfish tournament, man, the timing looked oh, really it, good. Yeah.
2: It, it, uh, the, looking at, at the extended forecast,
0: I was talking to Paul about this. It, it looks amazing. All, all right, right. Well, let's, let's go ahead and,
1: and do a weather report. Brought to you by the best barbecue in Jacksonville, the Bearded Pig. And uh, two locations, one at the beach, one in San Marco, right there on Kings Avenue. And what's happening, there's a stationary front that's going to linger across the local waters through today as a potential tropical cyclone tracks across the south-central Florida Peninsula, which that is going across Lauderdale, and then it's going to go across just uh, on the northern edge of the Bahamas.
2: And they say it's weak, too. It's a weak trough. Yeah, it's.
1: Uh, I think the forecast is for about... Maybe gusts 40, forty, fifty, going across uh, southern Florida and right. into the Bahamas. And I just got out of the Bahamas yesterday, so my timing was good. Because if we didn't get out of there yesterday, mm-hmm. you wouldn't, get, you aren't getting out of there until like Monday, right? According mm-hmm. to uh, to all the oh, travel, you would have
0: had to have stayed.
1: Yeah. Oh, wow, totally. geez. That's yeah, awesome. That t- yesterday was the last day out. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. sucked. Yeah, so. Uh, oh, I got stuck, oh, in, honey, the I'm stuck in the Bahamas. <laughs> so, what does that mean for us? I uh, got a small craft advisory in effect from 3 p.m. this afternoon through late tonight. Today, east winds 10 to 15 knots, increasing to 15 to 20 knots in the afternoon, seas 4 to 5 feet with a period of 5 seconds. Tomorrow. North winds 15 to 20 knots, becoming mm-hmm. northeast 10 to 15 in the afternoon, 5 to 6 feet with a period of 7 seconds. Monday, northeast winds 5 to 10, seas 4 feet, light chop on the intercoastal. Tuesday, east winds 5 to 10, seas 4 feet. Wednesday, southeast winds 5 to 10 knots. So that's, it's trending better. Mm-hmm. I like that yep, for, yeah. the, for the old school kingfish shootout. That's a positive. Now, a Ties Report brought to you by Angie Subs, the best sub shop in Jacksonville. And it's not even close. I will be there this week coming up probably on Thursday. That's my, uh, my favorite day to go over to Angie Subs. And if you haven't been there, folks, the Peruvian is a standard. Anything that's got a famous name, you know, like Jack Del Rio or the Peruvian or uh, my wife, what was it, kick my wife out, something like Any kind of cool name. Yeah, or the Lagerman Turkey Special. Yeah, yes. I'm, I'm not. I'm not cool enough in Ed's eyes, I guess, to have a turkey sub <laughs>
2: named after me. Oh, keep at it. It's coming. You know, yeah. So. Yeah, just keep going. It's going to be the uh, the log turkey turkey special or something. Mm-hmm.
1: You know. All right, at the uh, Mayport Bar Pilot Dock, six thirty this morning is a low tide. That's a point five six twelve fifty six. Twelve fifty p.m. this afternoon is going to be a three point five nine high tide. And then this evening at 6.17 is going to be a .64 low tide. That's your tide brought to each and every week by Angie Sub.
0: So I had a um, a bearded pig report yesterday from Mr. Noel Kuhn. Uh-huh. He sent me a text. He said, I've never been in here before. What do I need to order? So I said. Everything. Uh, yeah. It, I, I said, <laughs> you, you, first, got to have the brisket, right? Brisket. Yeah, you so got to have the fatty brisket. He, he, he replied after he uh-huh. ate, ate mac and cheese. Crispy Brussels sprouts. Oh, they're the best. And he said the best dang brisket I ever had. He goes, I need one of these on the west side.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, the uh, Brussels sprouts. It's like a pan fried, and it's got some Parmesan, and and uh, it's they're excellent.
2: They're good, and I mean the jalapeno poppers too. And I got a
1: story about Brussels sprouts I, from the
2: Bahamas, it's the craziest thing ever.
1: Just real quick, Brussels Brussels sprouts. sprouts. Okay. okay. Yeah. And uh, and, I, and I and I don't know if anybody else has ever had an experience with this, but you know, so when you when you go to the Bahamas, you you got to pretty much bring a lot of you know some things you want to bring, some things you want to buy. Mm-hmm. So when we went, we brought some meat, and then when we got there, we went to the grocery store on Marsh, and then we loaded up, you know, put everything in boxes, and then put it on the ferry to go across to right. to Hopetown. Right. And one of the things that we bought. Or things that we bought were vegetables to go with some of the meat that we brought. We brought some of our meat, mm-hmm. frozen, you know, so it would sure. get there. Yeah, and Brussels sprouts. So, so we're when we have this house and and it's got a big porch and and a back door that opens up to this big porch with a pool. I mean, it's a beautiful place. And we're cooking Brussels sprouts. And dude, the flies that showed up—they <laughs> like on the back door. You would have thought we've had a dead carcass. Inside, blow. They were they were climbing in the cracks of the door. We had 30 flies inside the because house. Because
2: they wanted a the Brussels
1: sprouts? Yes. Have you ever had that experience yeah. with Brussels sprouts? Never.
2: Uh, I think I, I might have had to get rid of Brussels sprouts. Yeah, exactly. I was kind of thinking, should
1: I yeah. eat these yeah. things?
2: Yeah, yeah I mean, exactly. What's going on <laughs> yeah. here?
1: Yeah, yeah but, I, but we did anyway. But it was a crazy story. So, I mean, I don't know if Brussels sprouts attract flies or I don't know. All All I don't right,
2: know. Now. now, were they blow flies or?
1: They were like regular the black flies, black you flies, know. Yeah, yeah, the black flies, you know, the ones that yeah, you know that, that,
2: that, that eat weird. dead animals. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah
1: I was like what? how the do These come from. Yeah, maybe so,
2: they thought they stunk too. You know, yeah,
1: exactly. They but like, of, when, when, when we cooked on the grill, like mm-hmm. we cooked, you know, we cooked steak, mm-hmm. we cooked chicken, you didn't have a problem. No, they were there. Okay, but there was eight to ten. Uh huh. Yeah, you know, maybe twenty all around the grill. But when we cooked, or when Tara was cooking Brussels sprouts inside, they were literally a cloud of them Top, around the door.
0: I'm sure Top Gun's going to have something to say about that.
2: There's got to be something going on there. <laughs> exactly. got to be. You know?
1: Oh. <laughs> exactly. But anyway, got, I got, got some good stories from over there, and I, and I will say this first. God bless those people over yeah, there that nobody. went through that hurricane. Mm-hmm. Oh, What a nightmare. And I believe it was Dorian. In 2019, if if I'm uh, guessing correctly.
2: Mm-hmm. I think it was Irma. What was it? I think, no. I think it was Irma that sat on them for two days. No. No, it wasn't Irma. No,
1: I think it was Dorian.
2: Yeah. Mm. But I know they got, I got a customer that lives over there, and he said it cleaned their clocks.
4: Yeah, I mean they got whacked.
2: I mean, just for, wiped out. For 36 hours. Yeah. That's the crazy
0: in
1: thing. And the eye, you know, the eye went literally right over Hopetown. Yep which is the outer island off of if people don't know in the Abacos you got Marsh Harbor which is where you had the airport and then it's almost like an outer uh, reef kind of uh, place and it's not very big maybe
2: well, Marsh Harbor's on Abaco and then Hopetown is on Elbow Key Elbow
1: Kay, yeah. or Key
2: or Key whatever you want to call it Yeah Elbow Key
1: and uh man the, the 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 damage when we were flying in first of all were you flying in coming over the Marls Mhm all you see is toothpicks. Yeah. Yeah. Everywhere. And so the trees got completely wiped out. The the mangroves. Yeah.
2: Did it kill them or it kill them? Kill them. Wow.
1: I mean the, the mangroves, the the trees I mean just literally it it was like a lawnmower. Wow. And of course a lot of it is dead. Yeah. You know some of it it just top killed it. But a tremendous amount of it dead.
0: Yeah, and you were correct. It was Hurricane Dorian. Yeah, it was Dorian. Yeah. Okay. Yep.
1: And and so I talked to a lot That's of different Bob. people that were over there. Who, who did? Bob Matthews. Okay. That. And so I talked to a lot of different people that that stayed over there through it. Mm-hmm. And they said it was, uh, it was horrendous. That, the, that the, the place was in a state of panic at, to some degree. But I mean the, the toughness of the people over there. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, there's the a thing lot of that they
2: went through that and were able to keep their homes and come back and just start rebuilding immediately. Yeah,
1: a lot, a of, lot of places over there. You would have one that that remained relatively untouched, but then another one right beside it that was completely gone. So you have all them little spin, little mini kind of tornadoes off of you know these hurricanes oh, and, yeah. that that can take down a lot of different things. But uh, but yeah, the uh, I, I can tell you this: we're riding through town, going from the Marsh Harbor Airport, going to the ferry. <clears throat> and we're riding through this commercial district and there's this big giant kind of tugboat in the middle of this commercial district in the road no i mean like in a in in, in a yard right okay, in an empty lot and you're like how the hell did that thing get there <laughs> okay cuz i mean there's the, the right. closest water right. is hundreds of yards right.
2: hundreds picked it up and floated and this is like
1: a big giant tug and I, and asked the the lady, and her name was Miss Donna, that was giving us a ride from the airport to the ferry, and she said the water where we were at that moment was twenty feet, uh, fourteen to twenty feet deep, so so every building in this whole area was underwater from the surge, and so that boat got floated up into there, and then when the water receded, it was just it's there. Yeah. You know, you know, what are you going to do to get it out? They got, a, they got a little They'd have to go out there with uh, cutting torches yeah. and cut it into pieces. Yeah, no, no way. you ain't no other way well, you can do that. <sighs> wow. And, wow. And, and on the island, the amount of, of cars, derelict cars, you know, from yeah. after the storm that got basically submerged in water. I mean, just just
0: hundreds. How, wow. how did anybody survive? I don't know. You know, I mean, sw- I sw- I mean you know, we're not talking about –
1: just cat five,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not we're not talking about On an island. We're not talking about ten hours. No, we're talking about thirty six hours. Thirty six hours. It just sat there at two hundred plus what a ni- nightmare. Yeah, I mean it's a total. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know how anybody survived.
1: I, I, I don't know, and, and I and I can tell you that uh, from talking to some of the people, some of the people stayed there right through it and <laughs> never left, and you know they had, and thank God to all these different countries and, and people that helped out. That yeah. supplied supplies and, you know, and fresh water and food. I mean, and from talking to one of the guys over there, he said that Marsh, he said, was a was a place that was a little scary for a couple of weeks because you had a lot of people that had nowhere to go. Right. The stench of dead bodies. The looting. The yep. looting. Yep. And uh, he just said that for, for a while it was it, – it, he wished they had declared martial law. Right. Because it was scary.
0: Yeah, I'll bet it was.
1: And uh, But uh, they're rebuilding, I can tell you this, folks, if you're thinking about making a trip, it's it's open. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they've rebuilt. They're still in the process of rebuilding. And it's an That's absolutely correct. beautiful, I can't wait to hear some beautiful stories. place. saw, beautiful
0: saw place. all the pictures, but I haven't heard the stories. Oh,
1: man, it's uh, tremendous, yep. tremendous. So let's take a break right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. If you'd like to join us this morning, come on down to Atlanta Coast Marine on Atlantic Boulevard, just uh, at the foot of the intercoastal bridge on the west side of the bridge. And uh, we'll be here, and they've got all kinds of giveaways, two-and-a-half-horsepower Yamaha, a power pole blade, uh, eight-foot blade, and they got a Yamaha generator. you got services, all kinds of things. Most importantly, banana pudding.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. You made a point of telling us All that.
1: here at Atlantic Coast Marine. And, folks, again, you're listening to the Nimnick Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. We are live at Atlantic Coast Marine where they've got all kinds of things going on here today, doing some cool giveaways, kind of a, kind of a re-grand opening, I guess you could say, of a new yeah. building here at Atlantic Coast Marine. And so come on down and see us. We're going to be here this morning, and they've got all kinds of things going on as far as the giveaways happening about 1130, which is the, the outboard motor, the eight-foot power pole, the generator, the service gift certificates, the food, all kinds yeah. of good things.
0: Hey, 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 Chris, I was thinking about something this week. Congratulations. Um, yeah. Uh, d- d- a huge thanks <laughs> to Captain Larry Minyard, um Last weekend. Last, last yeah. weekend. For you know, sure. And, 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 and I'm serious about this. I would love to do this. I would love to do a podcast. All right. The three, the, the three of us, and have Jeff as the moderator. Okay. Oh, okay. And and, and I I think it, I mean we got to tell him stories last week. Yeah. Oh yeah, my gosh. And, yes. and we could have gone on for six, why, six why hours. Get, why
1: don't we get Larry on again and just do it on our show?
0: That's that's fine. We could do that. Yeah, if, that was if, one
2: of the things that we didn't really get a chance to talk about. Some of his uh, further hunting exploits. No, no, you know? we, did, we got we got we just got <laughs> we got, to got do it, it right at the end of the show. Yeah, yeah. And I mean he's got he got some wild stories. Yeah. Oh, and tons, sure. no, of uh, them. We, tons,
3: tons of tons them. of them. That's the we, thing. We, That's we, we, yeah, that, yeah. That merits the podcast because there are just so stinking many of them.
1: Yeah, I think stories always are always the great thing about the outdoors. Sure, it is absolutely and sharing the stories and, and well, telling the stories because I mean a lot of times you want to live vicariously through, through other people. Mm-hmm. Right? That's all I do on this show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I will tell you that uh, I, want, I want I want to share a couple stories with you guys from yeah. the Bahamas. I haven't been to the Bahamas since 1996, mm-hmm. and uh, that was the last time that I was over there. And interesting story, when we were over there in, in 1996, uh, it was me and Tom Davitt and his wife and, and uh, my girlfriend at the time, and, and we had some friends that had a place over there in Boat Harbor, and we'd go over there knowing that there could be a hurricane maybe coming but we're like, ah, you know, it's, it'll turn young, it's, young, it's, it'll young and dumb.
0: <laughs> and it was June. Let's just go. Yeah. It was, it was June. So, yeah. we, you know, we yeah. were like,
1: you know, it's, it's not going to form. Right, right. You know, because it was something that was maybe expected to form. And, uh, and then next next thing you know, it's coming. And it's formed.
0: And mm-hmm. we're like, oh, boy, what do we do?
1: That's <laughs> so, Well, let's get out of here. Yeah. So call all the places that we can, the airlines, et cetera. Can't get a seat, can't get out. I mean, nothing. Right. And so at this time.
2: I'll get your attention.
1: At this time, I, you know, what do you do? So I got on my, on my phone, and this was, uh, I don't even remember if it was my cell phone. I guess it was my first cell phone. Mm-hmm. And I called David Selden, who is the president of the Jaguars. <laughs> because, first of all, I love David. Yeah. And David was the guy that got things done, got great respect for him. Right. I called David, and I said, hey, David. Hey Jeff, how you doing? i said i'm doing great. I said, but i'm in Hopetown Bahamas he goes you're oh you're bleeping the bleep <laughs> where not good so i 'm in Hopetown Bahamas, and I can't get out of here. Oh my God, uh, call you back. You know hangs the phone up right a few minutes later, calls back jet's being fueled, and it's on the way. <laughs> <laughs> so they he literally found somebody that had a jet yep, flew down there and Pick me and however many passengers we could fit on that plane, and got out of there. And man, I can tell you this: from the time that 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 we knew that the plane was coming, mm-hmm. it was one party, and the party <laughs> didn't stop till oh we got God. all the way back here. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Pilot shows up and y'all are all knee walking.
0: Uh, heck yes. yeah, that's right. <laughs> heck yeah, it's not like he's flying.
1: Yeah. But so, I mean, it was it yeah. was cool to go back to a place hadn't been in so long, and, and there's Did just,
0: you fly into? Craig Airport, or did you?
1: No, we actually to... flew commercial, and that was a, that's a total nightmare. I will tell you that.
2: No, I mean when they picked you up. Oh, uh... you flew in the West Palm, didn't you? I, don't, I think no, you got to go into West Palm. Well, no, and get no, checked no, back, back
1: in '96. Yeah. To be honest with you, Kevin, I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> I'm home. I'm All home. I know is a that we got home. back.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Oh. And was
1: feeling really good about it.
2: <laughs> got home, to ne- woke up the next day, and like I'm here. No,
1: a guy woke up the next day. Where am I? And here comes uh, Bertha. Yeah. to Jacksonville. Then we were under the yep. under the kind of the, the scope of the of the
2: of the funnel. Yep. That's right. Yeah,
1: so wow. so anyway, but this trip that we went, we flew commercial. Did, did, I'm
0: just curious. I got yeah. to ask you this: Did you get invoiced?
1: Yeah, I had to pay. <laughs> I had to pay you? the fuel. Oh, did you really? Okay. Yeah, I had to pay the fuel. <laughs> Otherwise, funny. it would have been a violation of. Uh, Salary cap rules, right, okay, out okay, okay, all right. Yeah, and I can tell you this thing. I gladly paid that bill. <laughs> so we go back this time, and we fly commercial. So, and in, in part of the process of getting over there now, I will say,
4: mm-hmm.
1: it's a total scam. Yeah. Because since COVID, to get to the Bahamas, it's a little bit of a pain in the butt. But it's doable, but it's a pain in the butt. Mm-hmm. You have to have a COVID test to get in, okay, and uh, – and so you have to go on the Bahamas travel site. You have to fill out all this information, where you're going, et cetera. You have to submit proof of your negative COVID test. You have to give them all your vaccination information. And then you got to pay $40, oh,
0: the $40 for a bucks. Bahamian it's... travel visa. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm.
1: And so it's a, it's a total money-making mm-hmm. thing for the Bahamian government.
0: Oh, yeah. Do yeah, you remember when we went to Costa Rica? twenty five dollars you had to go pay and yeah then, and, then, and then when you left, you had to pay twenty five dollars yeah so where do you that, think that cash went? yeah <laughs> I mean
1: so that was kind of you know that was a little bit of a, a pain in the butt mm. i'm, I'm going to just tell yeah. the truth, it was a pain in the butt, but after what that area went through I'm, I'm not I'm not complaining look, I'll pay forty bucks to go to the Bahamas for a travel visa, no big deal, so you when you go like to hometown though you you fly from you know, and we we tried to get the directs. You know, yeah. from uh, Sanford, and there's a couple places that you can fly right to Marsh, but it's just not many. And we were we we flew from Jacksonville to Fort Lauderdale, and then Fort Lauderdale to Marsh, and then once you get to Marsh, then you have to take a taxi, water taxi. No, you take a car taxi, Free car taxi from the airport to the ferry, right? And, and then take, you take then the, water the water taxi, taxi, taxi or the ferry service to go to Hope Town. Yeah, yeah. And then you have to go to. The grocery store in between the airport and the ferry. I mean, so there's there's a there's a, you know it's kind of it's a day yeah to get there yeah. But once you get there, it's just like oh. So, what if
0: you what if you go over by boat?
2: That's a great question. Like, how do you
1: check in yeah. to the? I think you got to check service? in. I think
2: you got to check into West End down there somewhere. Right near near Nassau, I okay. guess. I, I bet Dozier knows.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Paul, Paul, knows. yeah, Paul you, knows. you still
1: you still have to go through all, and I, and I still think you have to have your Bahamian travel visa and all that
2: kind of stuff to to get in there. But, but. I know when we flew over in a private plane and we stayed in Scotland Key, they had their own airstrip there, and so when I flew over with Keith, we'd have to fly into Marsh Harbor, yeah, and, then you could and go. go through customs, right. and then you take back off and go over to the private island, right? Yeah, so you have to check in.
1: Yeah, but what, I mean, Hope Town's a a be- I mean, there's all kinds of of islands that are around the oh, Marsh yeah. Harbor
2: thing that have beautiful places to stay. I mean, you got uh, there's there's a it's six or seven. Got a green turtle mm-hmm. is one, and then you've got um, War is another one, right? Um, and and there's no short. Abaco's a huge island,
1: there. yeah, and there's a lot of places to stay at, a lot of things to do. Hopetown. We went there because we got a couple friends yep. that, are, that have places over there, and they spend a lot of time over there, and, you know, we got to see them. And and also the familiarity that they have with it kind of helped you, you know, helped us mm-hmm. kind of figure out. Because, you know, it was a yeah. family trip for us. Yeah. And one of the things that I always wanted to do, I've always wanted to catch a bonefish. And, and so uh, I asked uh, Matt Bridgewater, who has Jim Lux here in town, and asked him, and said, hey, do you know of anybody? And, and he didn't personally know, but he made a phone call because he knows people over there. Yeah. And I got a list of about four different names. And so we, we ended up uh, getting a couple guys lined up to do that, which I'll share some of the stories uh, later on. But I, I will tell you, the, the place over there, what is so special about the Bahamas, the color of the water. Mm. And why people go over there is that when you stay on an island – you can blue water fish literally in five minutes. Yeah, right out the right back door. Yeah. So, like here, how far do we run out of St. Augustine, Kevin? 50. 50 miles. Yeah. Kirk, how far do we run out of Jacksonville to get to blue water? 60. 60 miles. Okay. And in the Bahamas, to go from Hopetown to go fish blue water literally is a five minute boat ride. Oh, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. That's yeah. the attraction yeah. Yeah. for a lot of guys is that you can. Literally yeah. leaving the boat. We, we
0: used to cross over in 20-foot center consoles to get, go to Bimini. And, you know, once we got there, we got settled in. I mean, literally, we went out in 20-foot center consoles, and you're marlin fishing. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, right there. I mean, right yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep,
1: yep. And so anyway, all right, uh, let's take a break. Uh, I want to let everybody know, hey, uh, Guy at Consignment Boat Sales, he's got a 2020 GNU, 16-foot. It's a low-tide 25 model. Very clean, well laid out, and it's a GNU with a Tohatsu 25 four-stroke. It's got – listen to this. It's got a hydraulic jack plate, an iPilot trolling motor, okay? Uh, a canoe, Nine-inch Garmin <laughs> GPS, yes. Poling platform.
2: That doesn't sound like it should be on that boat at all.
1: Live well. That's weird. Storage cover, aluminum trailer. He's asking 20, okay? And they are looking for bay boats. So if you're interested in selling your bay boat or if you're interested in this canoe, call Guy at 904-249-6225, or you can visit his website. It's jaxboating.com, jaxboating.com. And we'll be right back right after this, right here on the Nimnick Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Next weekend, the old-school Kingfish Shootout. Yep. Yep. And part of that, of course, they got a $100,000 boat grand prize, which is amazing. Nice. But they also have something that's pretty cool. The, the Nimick Nimic family of dealerships is the $10,000 lucky ticket sponsor for the old, uh, old school Kingfish shootout, and that's next Saturday. So what it is is during the tournament, if you take a picture with a Kingfish and your boat number and you text it to the tournament. you got
0: to have the beach in the background.
1: That's right. Yep. You're going to automatically be entered into a drawing for $10,000.
2: It's crazy. How cool is that? Oh, no, it's automatic. golden ticket. Yeah, it's a
1: yeah. golden ticket. It's like Willy Wonka. Yeah, what they, what they do is they draw Daddy, a winner Daddy. at the awards <laughs> on June 12th.
5: I want that squirrel.
1: Which is the next day. And uh, we need to make mention of this because some didn't understand this. Nope. You've got to be present to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who needs to have that reminder?
0: Dr. Carrasco yeah that's a tough tough one hey we've all
1: been there been there before (laughs) yeah you know what stinks for me is
0: I think I was going to end up with a side-by-side that's what really stinks
1: yeah 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 you could have gotten it for yeah for cheap yeah and here's the crazy thing. You don't have to weigh a fish. No, I mean, no, that,
0: no, no, no. It's just a picture. This is
1: just a picture on a boat.
0: Yeah, that's it. it Catch be a, kingfish,
1: take a picture, yeah, send it in, you're eight, in the drawer.
0: Eight-pounder, eight you could win 10 grand.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. in 2020, a 10-pounder won it, and then in 2021, it was an 11-pounder. <laughs> exactly. It's awesome. That's crazy. Oh, $10,000, $10, folks, mm-hmm. $10,000. All right, so uh, a, a couple more things about the Bahamas. We had – I had a – when I got the list of names from – uh uh, to about guide fishing over because I had heard I'd heard that the backside of, of Marsh Harbor was really good bone fishing. And so I, I texted Matt Bridgewater and said, Hey do you got any recommendations for guides? He didn't, but he, he talked to somebody and I got a list of different names and It's this, funny that you you got one that I went this with This is a small world. Yeah. It, it is the, I the got Sawyers. a list, list of names. I talked to a guy by the name of Danny Sawyer. Yep. And talk to him. And he is. Nice guy. He's the uh, head fire chief at
2: Marsh Harbor. Mm-hmm. And Kirk, you'd fished with him how many years ago? Jeez. We went down there with Keith Gibbs and Gil Gibbs and Larry Minyard. I want to say, uh, crap. 15 years ago? Isn't that something? Yeah, that is crazy. I mean, it had to be 15 years ago. Yeah,
1: so I uh, call him. Got a trip booked for Monday. You know, the weather's questionable. Wake up. He called me. He said, doesn't look good. Mm-hmm. I call him back or text him back. 15 minutes later, and I said, look. I don't care. I don't care. Let's mm-hmm. go. And it turned out to be a beautiful day. <laughs> the weather opened up, cleared, you know. Right. And and uh, with him, the boats that they fish are uh, Hell's Bay, and I don't know how long they are, but they've got the tunnel hull. Mm-hmm. You've got a 30-horsepower 30, 30, uh, outboard on the back with a tiller handle. Mm-hmm. These things are bare-bones operations. Yeah. And, and I can tell you, they can run in water that ain't nothing.
2: I mean, nothing. Right. It's kind of freaky. It is. I mean, I know the one time we ran out, we ran for like 30 minutes. And I'm looking down, and I'm going, if we break down, <laughs> I we can't believe we're running. Because yeah. we're in the middle of nowhere. I can't believe we're running. And we're in water that's at 10 inches deep. Maybe. You know? Right. And then you go up in these little creeks, and, and it's almost like you think you're in St. Augustine. And you're going, wow, look at that. And, and, you see, and you see the dimples back there, and you're thinking, oh, it's a school of mullet you know you can see the the v's yeah and all of a sudden you realize hey is that mullet and he's going oh hey that's not mullet <laughs> you know who's going up who's on first you know
1: yeah and uh, that's cool it's, yeah, so, yeah, it's, it's awesome it's so neat and that the, the the fishing with danny because we ended up getting two days it wasn't planned but originally it was just planned for one day and the first day of course dylan's a fly rod fisherman and that's his, his thing and and the first day for a fly rod fisherman, first he time. He must have been loving it. He was loving it. But it was easy casting. It was, you know, 15 feet, 10 feet, little, 20 feet. Little flips. Oh, yeah, not little flips. So, for for first-time fly fisherman, you know, or should I say inexperienced fly fisherman, it was perfect. And we pulled into some place, places that were 50, 60 fish. I mean, it was just crazy. Right. <laughs> and it was uh, – it was a great experience. We, I think I, I ended up using a spinning rod, and on spinning rod, you're, you're using it's a braid. It's a setup is a 2500, you know, Stradic mm-hmm. on a spinning rod that we would use inshore. Mm-hmm. 20 pound diameter braid, and then 20 pound Floor. leader, liter leader, leader, and it's a short shank A hook with maybe one, maybe two little split shot split shots. up about maybe a half two inch or half an inch or an inch up from the hook. And you just put a piece of frozen dead shrimp on. No way. I swear to you, Kevin. No way. way.
2: I would have thought they were using live shrimp. No. Dead. Wow. (laughs) In the bag, in the cooler. Uh, Wow. um, I'll be
4: darned.
1: Throw it out in front of the bonefish, like out in front. So as he's working his way along the edge, you throw it out, you know, 10, 15 feet out in front. And then you just let it sit there and watch that. They'll come in and all of a sudden he'll get a whiff of it and it'll turn and if he passes it, just, just twitch it. Just, just give him a little twitch.
2: Make it move. And he
1: comes over and he just inhales it. And then when you set the hook, whether it's a fly rod or a spinning rod on these bonefish, they're gone. It's an absolute rocket ship. Yeah, that's what yeah. they said. And it's
0: incredible. That's
1: it's awesome.
2: amazing to watch your line cutting through the water because it's so shallow. Yes. When you set that hook on the fish, you're, you're almost straight to the fish. Uh, There's no water resistance. And you see that line just cutting through the water. It's crazy how fast they are. Total, total bucket list for me. Kevin, it, it, I'm telling it, you. I know. And, I, and, and so I've, who, got, I've yeah. got
1: the names. But we had such a, an enjoyable day and, and an enjoyable time because Danny was fantastic. And we're going to put some pictures up of these two guys that, that I fished with and in their, in their contact information at some point this week. But it was such a joy. He was such a fun guy, uh, there was no clock. You know, we, I think we fished until 2. Once you get kind of that 1 o'clock range, it starts to get hot. The fishing kind of yep. slows down a little bit. And we had a tremendous day, I want to say, the first day. I think I caught 4 or 5 with a spin rod. Dylan caught, I think, 7 or 8 on the fly. Mm-hmm. But he lost 6, I think. Yeah. right, He was like 1 for 4 to start. Right. And what a tremendous day.
2: Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's a lot and, of fun. And it
1: was cool because we just took the ferry over. He picked us up at Marsh. And then we went to his house, hooked the boat up, and went down the
2: road to the boat ramp and launched. And then when we were out there, Kirk, there was nobody.
0: Yeah, yeah no one.
2: Nobody. A, that's a, it will always amazed me. You get out there and you're looking around, and you're going, Where are the other guides? And you go, They ain't any. Are there, there any people? No. Did he,
0: did he give you any kind of a clue of how many trips he'll do in a year?
2: Uh,
1: yeah, when I was. Now, the second day that we went, we went with Danny's brother in law. Which is his name is Justin Sands, mm-hmm. and Justin was telling me uh, he was kind of giving us some data, and and I might be a little bit off on this, Kevin, but he was he does like 150 200 days a year. Wow, but he's also he's doing commercial lobster fishing, and so he does some other things. Mm-hmm. And then Danny, of course, is the the fire marshal at at Marsh, mm-hmm. and so these guys have some other jobs. But uh, yeah, I mean, it. I think he said that. Uh, Justin was telling me in a year, because he said he used to keep track. He said when he was right, younger, it was right. all about, you know, numbers. Of and, you know, like we all have Kirk, been. Kirk and
0: I have been there. Been yeah. there done that. yeah, I did 300 this year, you know. Oh, boy. yeah, Good for you.
1: <laughs> and I, I want to say that he said at one point he said when he was keeping track, it was 15,000 fish that he had caught up into one point. Amazing. But he said that, uh, you know, on a year he was 1,000, 1,100 fish. Wow. And these fish are averaging – Anywhere between one up to two pounds, that's kind of your average. Right. Yeah. And then there, if you got a bigger one, he'd end up to being around three. And then Dylan had one hook that was about five or six Yeah, that's and a big lost one.
2: it. It's a big one. Uh,
1: and then the second day we fished with with Justin Sands, and it was a little different. The first day with Danny, it was closer to land, the mainland. Water was a little stained, shorter casts. They're cruising along in the edges of the shallow water mangroves. Mm-hmm. With Justin, it was crystal clear water, 40 to 60-foot cast with the fly rod, and he had to tell you where they were.
2: Oh, yeah. You couldn't see him. water was just kind yeah. of murky? Was he on the pole? No, was no. He
1: Kirk, it's just so far. Oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah. The water's crystal clear, but it's it's, yeah, I got it's way over there, and my eyes aren't
2: trained to see that.
1: Was, was yeah. he
0: on the pole platform? The
1: whole time, okay, which yeah, gives yeah. him an advantage. Yeah, it's absolutely. Got, he's got does. the height.
2: Yeah, sure. yeah, I was always amazed when we fly fished those – those areas like that, how far you had to get it back in there. I mean, you're doing these long whip casts to get that – you know how hard it is with that. That back cast, you kind of hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. Then you bring it out in front of you and hold it, hold it, Were hold you fishing it, hold with it. Vineyard? Yeah. He
0: made you look really bad, didn't
2: he? I was embarrassed. <laughs> I mean, Larry was – you know, Larry would go – yeah, But yeah. the thing about watching Larry was it was like watching art. Yeah. You know, I learned a lot just by watching him. And he'd go, Kurt – and he'd coach you. Kurt, hold your back cast. Hold it. Yeah. Hold it. Hold it. You go now, and then you'd whip it out. But like you said, Jeff, you couldn't see them because they're so far in front of you. And then I remember, I remember he'd go twizzle it, and Sawyer would go just twizzle it, Kirk. And I go what? And he go take the line and roll it in your fingers, and that would take the fly and make the fly move around a little bit. Hmm. Yeah, and that's when the bonefish would run up and suck it up, and you see like a little puff of sand. And he go now. And you know you'd reach back to set the hook, and that's how you would hook them. It yeah, was, and, it was awesome. And he, and Danny taught Dylan a lot
1: of a lot of things, you know. Cause, and Dylan was in habit. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Shaky knees. You know. Yeah. This is, this, and seriously, for a fly fisherman, would you not put bonefish yeah. in the in the top three? Absolutely. Hundred percent. By far. Yeah.
2: They're I mean, pretty incredible fish. Yeah, and so I the mean,
1: thing that's really
0: wild about them. But the, but the the whole sight casting, yes. You know, shallow water. Yeah, but it, if you yep.
1: had if you had a t- a top five fly fisherman's dream, bonefish, yeah, bone yep. bonefish the down top. there yep. is in the top five.
2: Oh, yep. easy. of course. And yeah. so
1: when Dylan was doing this, I mean, he knew you know the, how big of a moment it was for him. The first day, he was he was nervous, you know, mm. and. And thankfully, the casts were shorter. Mm. Now, the second day that we were going, Del was like, Dad, you got to try to catch one on a fly rod. I said, I'm all for it. Well, day one was 10, 15, 20-foot casts. The second day that we went, 40, 50, maybe 60-foot casts. Right. I can't do that. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I'm I'm, –
2: I don't really. Yeah. I'm not a fly fisherman. It's like throwing that baseball. So I, I got, I
1: just literally, yeah, <laughs>
2: ain't going very far. Exactly.
1: So I just, I literally, just, I got more joy out of watching,
2: yeah, and seeing. Watching your same. kid fish yeah. and catching fish and having well, Kurt, fun. I, I, it's worth. Well, it. Well, yes. Just sit there and watch him fish.
1: But if you, if Larry Minyard were on the front of the boat. I would have enjoyed it because it's like Kobe fishing. I mean, yeah. it's it's the whole sight thing. Sure, of yeah. course. You're seeing it.
2: Yeah. Well, when you catch one, too, if you've never handled a bonefish, it's it's like grabbing a brick. They're just so solid. It's all muscle. Yeah. When you grab one, it's just hard as a rock, and you're like, golly, that's, that's amazing. Good. Nothing but muscle. We've got lots of pictures, but we got yep. to take a break.
1: Yes, when we, we come do. back, I want to tell you, not only is it a small world, that Kirk fished with this guy, Danny Sawyer, 15 years ago. Yeah. The, neck, the, the guy that we fished with on day two, the hat that he wore made this an even smaller world. And I'll tell you guys the story right after this, right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show.
2: Man, hey, Chris, you're on a roll this morning, by the way. Chris, I like Chris it. Isaac.
4: Yes, sir.
1: And, folks, uh, we are live. Atlantic Coast Marine, right here at the foot of the Intercoastal Bridge on Atlantic Boulevard. And here at Atlantic Coast Marine, they've got all kinds of things going on. It's kind of a re-grand opening. they got a new building out front. Dealership looks fantastic. Uh, they got the boats. They've got the service center here. And I've uh, been working with them for a long time, me and my Pathfinder. And I know Kirk and his Pathfinders as well. I and mean, his is plural. Mine singular. <laughs> How many Pathfinders have you been through since I've had mine since 2003?
2: Oh, Lord, 10.
1: God, really? Ten?
2: Ten? That's ridiculous. <laughs> I thought it would be more than that. Might be too. twelve. I don't know. Could be yeah. twelve. Yeah, I, I don't know. I've kind of lost count. Yeah, you hit ten and you
1: just kind of lose. He's, it. A, yeah, he's a, a finger counter. When it starts to get above yeah. ten, he has a little problem.
0: I, I, I've had seven Sea Foxes. I mean, so he's have you in, really? Yeah. Wow. I'm on my seventh one. I Crazy. Mean, so, so you've been in Pathfinder? A lot wow. Than me. And, and part
1: of this re-grand opening, they got some giveaways. I mean, these are yeah. giveaways. And uh, an eight-foot power pole blade a Yamaha 3000 generator, a Yamaha two-and-a-half horsepower outboard motor. Now, these are giveaways. Now, all you have to do are is come here. Are we eligible?
2: Yeah, you know, I thought about that. <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> I thought about when Brett came in here. I was yeah, going to ask g- yeah, hey, dude, dude, can
0: I just have a raffle ticket? Dude, can I get can I Chris one? a raffle ticket? Can I get one ticket? Yeah.
1: Well, these raffles are going right. to happen between 11 and 1130. you got to be here to win it. Oh. Okay, got to be here to win it. I can bit. hang out, yeah. But there's also two 100-hour services from the service department mm-hmm. here. And oh, those, are,
2: those are five hundred bucks a piece, right there.
1: Twenty foot stiffy hybrid. Mm-hmm. Okay, what is that again? That's push a, pole. It's a push pole. Push pole.
2: Yeah, I don't know, Larry. Larry
0: those
1: things are like
2: nine hundred dollars.
1: A thousand bucks? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, mean, I was talking to the guys yep. in the Bahamas. I said, yep. How much that power pole cost? He said twelve hundred bucks. Like what? Yeah, <laughs> for a power pole. Yep. What? yep. Uh, they got two onboard bank chargers for batteries. I mean, those all these are, things oh, are going to be given are away.
2: Those $400 a piece. And,
0: and, and so I, 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 just, I, I just got this, too. Uh, also an entry into the old school. Pink oh, Finn that's fantastic. Oh, Do- Dozier? Yeah. He's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Are this is all between 11 and 11, 11.30. Come get a raffle ticket. Yeah, you better get I here.
1: I like uh, I'd get here a little bit before 11, I can tell you that, so you're not trying to scramble to get a raffle ticket. All right, so, so the day two fishing, which makes this a small world. First off, when I walk in here and I tell Kirk about the guy that I was fishing with, yeah, he said, I, says, couldn't believe yeah, I that. fished with Danny Sawyer 15 years ago.
2: I couldn't believe you said that Sawyer. Captain yeah. And you still got his contact number? I got his business card at the house.
4: <laughs> yeah, I, I got, got his got a cell phone number yeah. in here. And so yeah, that's great.
1: We had a great time fishing with Danny, and we were thinking about maybe doing it again because we had such a good time. I mean, this was this was epic. Right. Mm-hmm. It's one of the top five fish trips I've ever done. Sure, And – uh So Danny said, "Look, he goes. I'm booked the rest of the week, or can't go because of work. He goes, but uh, my brother-in-law might be able to go, and his name is Justin. Justin Sands. And he goes, or there's another guy by the name of uh, Edmund that might be able to take you. And Edmund had bought a boat that a guy, um, a guy the name, uh, a guy that actually after the hurricane left there and came moved to Jacksonville somewhere." So anyway, Albury, a guy Turner by Turkwest? Albury.
2: Albury. Yeah. Oh yeah, shoot. I used to rent houses from the Alburys. Yeah, yeah, but Floyd it, Albury's and his wife. Yeah,
1: no, but it was one of the Alburys moved uh, here.
2: Well, Mike and Timmy. Tim Albury, was it Tim? I don't remember.
1: Albury? I don't remember. I I I'd, I'd get wrong if I missed. Well, Albury's
2: it. a big family down big there. Big family down there. Huge. Got War- Albury
1: boats. I mean, yeah. Man of War
2: K's. Uh a lot of Alburys live in there.
1: Yeah, so the the guy that we fished Danny sort, the guy that we fished the first day, said, "Look, if you want to go again, Wednesday looks like it's going to be a good day, and my brother and all may be able. He might have an opening. Mm-hmm. So, so I ended up connecting with him. And <laughs> Dylan's like, Dylan's like, yeah. Yeah, Dad, let's go, <laughs> Yeah, let's go. <laughs> exactly. I'll pay for it, Dad.' Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah. and <laughs> the, they
1: literally live right next door to each other. Okay, and so Justin picked us up on Wednesday from the ferry, and and he drives like NASCAR. He drives very fast. Mm-hmm. And we go to his house, and he's excited to go, I guess. He got a pickup truck? Yeah. Yeah, He's got a GMC. Yep, still got the truck. uh, That's funny. uh, Danny has a a Toyota Hilux, a little diesel, you know, Mm. Tacoma-looking thing. So, anyway, when Justin picks us up, you know, we go to there. He picks us up at the ferry, and then you go to his house. They hook up the the boat, which is the Hell's Bay, you know, with a 30-horsepower tiller. And then we're nascar in it down to the boat ramp. Mm
2: -hmm. And then, you know, we get on the boat. And Dylan Ways, How about driving through those pine trees? Did you, did you ask him the question? I know when we were driving through all the pine there's trees. There's no pine the woods, trees left.
1: Kirk, there's no pine there's trees. No. They're all gone? Gone. Yeah, that's that's what I'm just, telling you. You're kidding. It sticks.
2: Yeah. It's sticks. Oh it's dead God. sticks
1: standing everywhere. Wow. There's no pine trees.
2: What about all the hogs? What hogs? That island is covered with hogs.
1: Okay, well, they may, they may still be there.
2: Wow. If, but any, I, if anything's going to survive, it'll be a hog. Yeah.
1: But, but, but that's the crazy part. Yeah. All these pine trees you're referring yeah. to? There are no more. Wow. They're gone.
2: Wow. I'll be done. Gone.
1: Yeah. Okay, so day two, we get there, and when we get on the boat, I'm looking at this guy, Justin Sands, and he's got a hat on, and it says, Mang. Well, do you guys remember when we did the Christmas show at I Hagen do. this yep. past year? I do remember. That we talked, and we actually had on our air a guy by the name of Kyle Rawson. Who him and his brother founded Main Clothing.
2: Yep, twins. 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 Okay? I remember they were twins. And they're remember, replanting. They had the same
1: birthday. And they're replanting,
2: exactly. <laughs> that was a definitive moment. Yeah, that was terrible. In our show. First that was terrible. That day. Like, oh, really? Totally terrible. <laughs> you
1: kind of looked at me. Sorry. You, I know.
2: Yeah, 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 we do. A... I'm glad yeah. you remembered that. Golly, Kevin. Oh.
1: So, Kyle and his brother, to, to refresh people's memory, <laughs> yes. They take part of the proceeds of their clothing, and uh, they, they help mangrove restoration. Yep.
0: So for every shirt or something that shirt they sell, they I don't plant remember. a mangrove. Yeah, yeah they plant a mangrove. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, something
1: like that. Well, so Justin had this hat, said, Mang, and I said, that's a cool hat you got. And so I was cool. I was all fired up because he's got, you know, Hagen Coastal Outfitters carries the mang stuff, mm-hmm. And uh, Justin – or Dylan's got his Hagen hat, you know, and got his Smith outfits on. And so I'm like, man, I'm going to get a Hagen picture right here, you know, with the Mang hat. So I asked him about the Mang hat, and he says, yeah. He says, me and my my brother-in-law, Danny Sawyer, have been working together with the guys from Mang – at doing mangrove restoration here, those guys came and helped us, and we replanted thousands of mangroves. Wow! How about that? And he actually took me to places where they have replanted these mm-hmm. mangroves. It was awesome.
0: Were they growing already? Yeah, they're okay.
1: you know they're a, a foot and a half. Yeah,
0: they, tall. They, yeah, they grow fast too. Yeah. yeah, Wow, that's cool. And there's
1: different kinds of mangroves. There's black mangroves, and there's another kind of mangrove. So anyway, uh, small world. And uh, so and 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 he was so proud, Justin was talking, he was so proud to be a part and because this matters to him. I mean, yeah, this is his sure. place. This is his fishery. Yeah. And uh and it was cool. And so and and that day was longer cast, clear water, longer run to begin with. Which and
0: one did you enjoy more?
1: Kevin, I don't think I don't think I would say uh, okay. here's the thing. Yeah. If if I were a fly fisherman and an experienced and I could cast forty, fifty, sixty feet I would probably want to do what we did with well, Justin.
2: The long right. cast. The long, yeah. yeah.
1: For, uh, for somebody who's just starting out, yeah. maybe not an accomplished fly fisherman, I would probably want to do the day that we had with Danny. And I'm sure you can do both days with either yeah, one yeah, of them. Right. Mm-hmm. But it was easier. I would say, well, when I say easier, it was more doable right. on the shorter cast the first day with Danny compared yeah. to Justin. But it was it was incredible. It was uh, two bucket list trips, yeah. and I enjoyed it thoroughly. Did y'all I, see any sharks? Oh yeah, nurse sharks, um, black tips, black tips, little hammerheads. And and we had one poor bonefish that when you really you know when you 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 you're real careful when you handle them you yep. get your hands wet, mm-hmm. and after they fight they you know they're pretty tired, and when you release them you know you release them when they're good to go, and we had one bonefish that was a little tired just like most of them are. Yep. We had a shark in the air when we caught him, and the bonefish, the poor bonefish didn't know it, but he swam right to the shark, <laughs> right. and the shark was like, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, done." Yeah, but we ended up, you know, the, and Justin got, man, he threw the power pole at the shark and right, and got the shark away, and we eventually separated the two of them and got the bonefish to swim off okay. unmolested, but mm-hmm. it was a great experience uh, and great talking to these guys because, I mean, they're fishermen like us. Mm-hmm. And you get to talk about fishing and different kinds of fishing, and they're incredibly knowledgeable. And I would tell anybody, if you've always wanted to do something, I've got
2: your guys. Yeah. Because these guys are absolutely incredible. Well, they've, they've, they're you know, like two, third, two or three generations of, of living down there. Yes. You know, you've got the Sawyers, the uh, the the, Albreys, the Turnquist. I mean, all those families have been there forever. Yeah. You know, the Sands.
1: And, uh, and, I, and I will say, just a little teaser here, our gear tip coming up next yep. has to do with something was able to see with, on Justin's boat for, for fly fishermen or people cool. that want to learn how to fly fish. I've got, I've got the gear tip for you coming up next right here on the Nimnick Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's time now for the LV Hires Inc. gear tip of the week. Is that Captain Put? Yes, it is. Captain Larry, me you just showed up. Morning with Captain Larry. Doing good. I got, and Larry's going to like this LV Hires Inc. gear tip of the week. LV Hires supplies quality fuels and lubricants all across the southeast, and they can help your job site, your business. Just go to lvhires.com to learn more. When we were fishing with Justin Sands, which was the day two, the, the one thing that we, I noticed on day one, Dylan sometimes had a hard time with the fly line kind of keeping it at his feet while he was fishing. Oh. Well, on day two with Justin, he breaks out. You know how when you go to, uh, you know, the, the Hagen Ace hardware stores or the, your Lowe's Home Depot or your Wally Marts and they've got these collapsible leaf buckets, bags, that they have like a spring system. Oh yeah. They right? pop up. Yeah. Okay, so so Justin pulls out of his boat this collapsible leaf thing bag. Right. Okay. And that's the line stripping bag for the fly fisherman. Oh wow. So when, that's clever. when the guy got when Dylan got up on the front of the boat, he opened up this leaf thing. You know that it's it's flat. Okay, it's about two feet in diameter, and then it's it's got a big spring that goes around this thing, mm-hmm. it's, and so it's a collapsible leaf bag. And what he did is he took some garden hose, and then filled it with sand and lead weights, and then connected back to itself, so he had a a, 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 a basically a circle, and then he put that in the bottom of it so that it would stay stationary in the front of the boat. So you had a stripping basket in the front of the boat, that when you didn't want to have it there, it just collapsed, it Mm -hmm. squeezed it down, put it up under the hatch, and it was out of the way.
2: very clever. I was like, that's a great idea. It is a great idea. And so
1: I took a picture of it, and those things cost next to nothing. And so for anybody that, uh, I think it was, likes to fly fish, that's a cool way to have a stripping basket, because if you go to some of these... uh, What's what's the top end Orvis or place like that? And if you actually buy, like a fly fishing thing, it's like one hundred and fifty dollars. Oh yeah, it all this is a bucket, right? It's it's a bucket.
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: All right. You go to Lowe's or Home Depot and you get one of these collapsible jokers, and you put it wherever you need yeah. it, and you're good good as gold. It's like a clothes hamper. Yeah.
2: It's like one of those little clothes yeah. hampers. Yeah. You get from Target.
1: Yeah. For exactly. Twenty bucks. Yeah. It's very Target cool. Walmart. Uh, Lowe's, Home Depot, I think even even Hague and Ace has got them. Very clever. So uh, I thought that was genius. Yeah, that's cool. And he said if he needed to, if it was a windy day, and obviously with the weighted hose at the bottom, it, it's not going a whole lot of anywhere, but if he you, if you needed to, he could just take a little Velcro strap and Velcro it to the little leaning post that was up on the front of the casting deck of the Hell's Bay. And then to make sure that it didn't blow out of the boat.
2: Yeah, this one's called the one we posted is the Gladiator Reusable Pop Up Lawn and Leaf Bag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty pretty clever.
1: But you can see from oh, the cool. the pictures that That's it, a great idea. And that's Dylan standing right there beside it. Okay. And Dylan uh, makes
2: it look like a Pale. Well he, he he loved it Five because gallon, the pale. first
1: day he was having a little bit of an issue trying to keep track of the fly
2: line. Right. He's getting all around his feet and stuff. Yeah, right? getting around
1: his feet or tangled around right. that little leaning post. You know, and, and the bait has got that little curb thing that runs around the front casting right. platform yep. designed to keep the right. fly line on the front of the deck. But of course it's you know it's still you still step on it, you know, your goes around the leaning yes. post or wherever, but I just I was sitting there going, you know what, sometimes it's the simplest things mm-hmm. yeah. are, are the greatest ideas. Yeah, absolutely. And and talk about next to zero cost compared to what you would go and mm-hmm. if you bought that that mat floor that has the little spiky things to collect your fly line or if you had a fly line bucket or something of yeah. that nature. I mean the cost of this is nothing. Yeah, that's cool. Anyway, there's your L V Hires, Zinc. Now, what about the the –
2: I know when we got down there, Larry and I got down there, Keith, first thing he did was he's like – he goes, you got to go over to the conk man. What's the conk man? So we go to the – we get there in Marsh Harbor, Mm -hmm. and before we get on the ferry, he goes, let's walk down the road here. So we walk down the road, and this guy's got this little stand, and he's got these conks and a a bucket behind the the stand. And he goes, you want a conk salad? And I'm like, Heck yeah, I'll take a conch salad. I've never had a conch salad. So they take the conch and they whack the end of it off, and they strip the conch out, mm-hmm. and he chops it up in little chunks with peppers and onions. And he's like, well, how do you want yours? And, of course, Bubba Keith's like, yeah, make his, make his medium, which was like flamethrower hot, <laughs> you know, put a ghost pepper or something. You're talking about spice level. Right. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. And so he chops it up, and he hands me a bowl of it. It was delicious. And then, of course, right that next to that is the bar. Of course, yeah. And he, he's like, "Well, you ought to have a, something sweet. Give him a Bahama Mama, oh. which is which is like drinking Kool Aid, <laughs> you know." So Larry and I are standing there going, "Man, these are this is freaking outstanding, you know." And Keith's down there all the time with Gil, and we're over there just honking it down, you yep. know. And by now your mouth's on fire, so oh, what you got to you have gotta a grab a a put the mama. fire out. <laughs> the whole sixteen ounce goes, boo, 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 boo. of course. Yeah. And he goes, "You want another one?" Yeah, goes, Let me yep. have another one, man. Give me another, another one, one man. Right. Where's the Bahamas. Oh my gosh, two of those, and we're like, "Okay, where's the ferry?" <laughs> you know, Larry's looking at me, going, "Maybe we should stop drinking these things." I'm going, "Are you kidding me?" That's it. You know, that's that's. But it was great. The food down there was great.
1: Yeah, we had we had some good food. I. I remember one of the one of the great food experiences that I had back in '96 was in the Bahamas. They have these meat pockets, and it's it's like a, a meat inside a baked bread pastry. Oh yeah, and um, so I guess you are like I, I compare it to like a an apple turnover, but it has meat in it and doesn't have the sweet of it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's
2: like a a Cuban dish. Well, I what they call it it's a bahamian
1: thing and, and and all the little food stands that they have on uh, elbow uh, k is it k or key key okay elbow they key. Pronounce it key they they have some of these little restaurants that will have that and it'll have either beef or chicken mm-hmm. or pork stuffed on the inside. And so you just take them back to wherever you're at mm. and stick them in the oven and, and let them get a little bit crispy on the outside from the bread-wise. It's kind of like a calzone, I guess you could say, but it's smaller. Right. You know, and they, when they call them meat pockets over there, I call them meat pockets. And that those are awesome. But I will say one of the best things I had to eat, and, and I'm sure the alcohol had a little bit to do with this, was that on the bottom end of the island on Elbow Key, there's a place down there called Tahiti Beach. Mm-hmm. Which is a, Beach. T- Tahiti Beach. Tahiti Beach, right there in Tulu Cut. Exactly. Yep. And it's right there on the southern end of oh, wow. Elbow Key. And on the lower tide, this big sandbar shows itself, and everybody goes there, anchors and swims and hangs out and has drinks. And then this big barge <laughs> of a ship pulls up. Yeah, <laughs> there might be a little smoking love. going on. <laughs> And this bar a lot of that going on pulls down there. up, they break out the speaker, turn on the generator, and it's a it's a floating bar. Yeah.
2: Oh. They oh, serve
1: yeah. drinks, they serve food. Oh yeah. They had the best conch conch burgers. It was all how you get like um, uh conch fritters. No, no, no. First of got- all, I'll never eat a conch fritter again because I had these conch strips that were on the thirsty Cuda. And what it is, is it's it's just like calamar. Right? Okay, you imagine fried calamari. Mm-hmm. It's just it's fried, it's fried conch, mm. and it's got these sesame seeds on it. And they had like a horseradish dip, and I think I ate my weight. I gained three pounds down there. And I think it was all because I kept eating them every day. Um, Did y'all go over and hit
2: the barbecue buffet over at uh, what is that r- restaurant right there? I uh, gotta remember now. Some of it's still being rebuilt. Paul, what's the name of that restaurant down there where, where they have the barbecue buffet? I Ugh.
1: I don't God. know. And Got that, Paul Dozier I, sitting uh, in yeah. with us, but there, there, we we I can tell you the
2: I can't remember the name
1: the, of that place. The best dinner we had was Firefly at Fly, Firefly Resort. Me and Tara had a little mommy and daddy night, right? With, without kids, and the food was excellent. Service was excellent. Uh, the Abaco Inn. We had dinner there. Service, that place
2: is great. That place has been there forever. Yeah, good, wasn't
1: good. Good for breakfast. Good for lunch. Five you go tables. there for dinner, get apps and drinks, and don't wait on dinner.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's not quite where it needs to be. Remember, there was a little bartender in there. We called him Tattoo because he was a little guy. <laughs> that's was <laughs> that, Kirk, <laughs> Kirk. That's not politically correct. Well, it was just. It was kind of cool. Well, so they go back to the, what was the name of that TV show that was on forever? Fantasy Island. Fantasy Island. Yeah, the plane. The plane. The plane. It was. A, it was a cool guy though. You go in there and you get your Bahama mamas. I mean, I'm talking about. We're going down there. When I started going down there, oh, it tattoo. was '74. 1974. Oh my yeah. gosh! First Welcome time I went to Hopetown
3: to Fantasy Island. Went down
2: there and we stayed for two weeks and surfed. And then I uh, took my wife back after we got married a few years later, and we stayed for another ten days. So we rented a house from the Aubreys. Yeah, right there at White Sound.
1: Yeah, the uh, the the one one of the things that was that's neat compared to '96. Golf carts are the are the mode of transportation. Right on the island now.
2: See, when we were there, it was walking. Exactly. You walked. It, back in the day, there was no golf
1: carts. And, and, and here, elbow it,
2: elbow key is three miles long and I think a quarter mile or a half mile wide. And that's it.
1: That's it. That's it. That's all there is to it. So it's golf carts. Yeah. And can you guess what kind of golf carts are the only ones that they really want to have over there? Club Easy cars. Go. Why would it be a club car?
0: Because it's got more fiberglass. Uh,
1: and what else? Gas. it's Well, it's gas, but there's there's a, there's a big difference between a club car and an easy go, and the biggest difference is is that club car has an aluminum frame. Okay, we're in a saltwater environment right. here. Yeah. Okay, so they want to have the old club car DS's.
2: Yep, steel's going to salt up. And that has the aluminum frame, and, right. and they
1: like gasoline because it's very simple. It's carbureted. They're easy to fix. And so, t- of course, I got in a whole conversation with the guy that had the uh, cart rental place. Of course. You know, about, about the golf carts. And, you know, I was asking him why because, you know, all, all I kept seeing was these old DSs. And he told me why. But, uh, but anyway, it was a cool, cool vacation. We had a great trip. Dylan, of course, said it's the best vacation trip ever because he got two days of bone and fishing of on, course. on the fly.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. if it, it, his aides would go over there and go fly. Uh, some yeah, yeah.
1: And I, and I had a, a joy Did y'all
2: do it. any snorkeling off the beach for lobster?
1: Every day. No, not, not for lobster, we, but we snorkeled every day.
2: Did you see any bugs?
1: Uh, never saw any bugs because we didn't venture out very far. Right. You know, we were in shallow water close to the, to the edges. We, we snorkeled off the beach a little bit off of uh, Hoketown Beach, which is like a short walk over
2: nice. from main town. Garbanzos right there by the Abaco Inn. No, no, no. <laughs> What's garbanzos? a bunch of surf spots there.
1: Okay. Well, I, I mean, maybe there is. Yeah. Uh, but I, but I can tell you, down just real real quick before we take a break, at White Sound down there. Right. I met a guy by the name of of Pete, and he was working at Dubar, and then he also was working doing some stuff in real estate down there, et cetera. But he showed me pictures of, and it's a before. narrow, it's, it's 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 a narrow piece of land that separates the ocean. From White Sound, okay, it's the narrowest part of the island. Correct. Right. You know, it's right there by the Abaco Inn. Right
2: by the Abaco
4: Inn.
1: Okay, he showed me pictures of that, and I'm going to tell you, the waves going. It's amazing over. That, that that hurricane didn't cut that island. It almost cut it in half. I bet. Because it completely flattened that whole little piece right there. Because there's, it's just such a narrow strip yeah. of land. It was in, essentially one little sandbar right there with nothing left. And from talking to the guys that stayed over, they said when the water, when the flood stage came or the, what do they call it, the storm surge surge came, the boats became wrecking balls. And we're literally just rocking back and forth because the surge was 20 feet. And every house was knocked down by boats getting smashed into the houses that were 20 feet off the water or less. Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah. Crazy story. All right. Take a break. We'll come back more. And uh, Mr. Paul Dozier. Is going to join us here at Atlantic Coast Marine, where they got all these free giveaways here (laughs) while we're on remote. And uh, be here by 11 o'clock. You can put a raffle in and win some great prizes. And we'll continue on here. And we'll also have Mr. Brett Cannon join us right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. I got a donut. (laughs) Dust on my glasses. you so talking with your oh, my mouth shirt. full, yeah, spitting yeah. Oh everywhere. I got I got powdered sugar in my lap. <laughs> Poor Merle has become a, a lighter shade of gray <clears throat> because Paul Dozier brought us in. Nicely done, Paul. The donuts are exceptional. Yeah,
0: so, if folks, if you're in the market for a Cadillac, it's <laughs> only one Ooh. place to go. Claude Nolan Cadillac, and uh, you know, also if you're in the market for a pre-owned vehicle, go on and tell them what you're looking for. They'll find you, you know, the, the year you want, the mileage you want, the price you want. They might not, like, do it that day, but they'll find it for you. Trust me, they've done it for me numerous times. Coddle and Cadillac located on south side Boulevard, just north of JTB.
1: Hey, by the way, um, Paul's way better half yeah. said that Nippers was the place over there at Hopetown that had the barbecue buffet.
3: And the pig rest, of course. Yeah, but I don't know
1: if Snippers is it's even back. is it back? Yeah, open.
3: Yeah, we were we were there uh, in February. We went by there. Okay, and they just opened. It's a little different. Anyway, Paul Dozier, old yes. school
1: Kingfish Shootout next weekend, and the fish are here.
3: That's what I'm told. Nobody's talking, but uh, it's uh, Kevin's I mean, talking. Yeah,
0: No, it's 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 um, you know the 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 last couple of years, and everybody who listens to the show, you know, we try to you know paint the correct picture, you know. Last couple of years has been tough, man. I mean, it's, it, it, bait was tough. Fishing was tough. Um, this year, the weather's been tough. But I've been offshore eight or ten days. And of, the, of those ten days, most of them have been pretty damn epic. You know, this week was – this week, literally, at 9, 30, 10 o'clock, you're like, all right, you y- 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 all want to go do something else because it's like you've caught 15 kingfish. Wow. You know, I mean, you're putting one rod out. Um, and and the, for us – the bait's been right at the north cut. I mean, literally, you go throw the net, and you, you fill up the live well, and you go wherever you want. Now, the ocean was, it went, you know, it's not like you could go wherever you wanted to go, but you didn't have to go very far. Yeah. You know? So, And I know that those fish are on, on the beach. I mean, there's not a doubt in my mind the water is as unbelievably beautiful as you'll ever see it, ever. I mean, it's crazy beautiful.
3: Yeah, 2020, we had uh, tough bait.
0: Yeah. and uh, yeah, t-
3: 2020 was... But the fishing was good. Yeah. We actually weighed a lot of fish in 2020. Right. Uh, I'd say, I mean, the fishing was very good. Um, boats were catching uh, six, eight, ten fish a boat. Right. Uh, last year, there was bait, and the fishing was tough. Yeah, fishing was tough. So yep. this year, we're hoping to have bait and fishing. Yeah.
0: And I think we're lined up for Oh, it, I think so, too. Yep, I, I do, too. I, I, this uh, little blow, we're getting tomorrow's i I know this is gonna sound crazy may even help it more
1: maybe yeah
0: a little northeast blow at this time of year
1: yeah not bad this little northeast blow that we've got the the it's it's crazy that here we are in june and this tropical depression yeah has already you know typically june 1st is the start of our hurricane season right yep and there's this tropical system that's moving across the southern peninsula of Florida going to the Bahamas right now. I think the winds are expected to be gusts to 40, 50 miles an hour. It's like every time, you know, when the hurricane season starts, you're like, God dog it, got one already. And, you know, all these guys at the Weather Channel start to, you know. Oh, yeah. Get excited. It's like, wait a minute.
3: Seems like we get a little tropical something early June. It every, does. Late May, early June, some sort of little tropical program. Uh, but – you know, I think – I'm with you, Kevin. I think this is not a bad thing for us, a little no. blow. And then we're going to have two or three days of stable weather. Yep. And then let's knock on wood and hope it's right. It kind of looks like we're going to start a little southwest, southeast pattern towards the end of the week. And, that would uh, be perfect. 10 or 10 to 15 knots out of the southwest. And should be nice and calm. And hopefully the fish are ready to go and uh, we'll, have a, we'll have good yeah. fishing.
0: Yeah, I, that's, that's – uh, you and I were talking the other night. That's kind of the same forecast that I've seen, you know, because I've looked at it. Um, the extended forecast. And, and, and as Paul and I, it's funny, the one thing that you always look at inst- instead of wind is look at the temperature. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look at the temperature for Saturday, it's 91.
1: Which is a good sign. Which is a good sign. And what, yep. what you yep. mean by that yep. is that the hotter, the better. The,
0: the hotter, the better. And usually usually, that's a south southwest wind, is what that means. Right. You know, so. If it
3: says high 84 in June or July, you're, you're going to have a northeast. That's right, wind, exactly. And, and it's yes. so good. But. You know, we're going to knock on wood. I can promise you. I look at that weather more than any person in this
0: <laughs> world. I, not, I, I don't. I, I, man, I, I got it. <laughs> no way. <laughs> my this, wife, my wife's conflict. like, you, "You look at the weather again?" This week, I look at it more than you. I promise. Hundred <laughs> percent agree. But yes. Next week, I won't look at it at
1: all. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. you got to break I, from I, it. I get it. I get it. So, uh, how is the uh, the the advance registration been? excellent excellent
3: we're uh we're, we're pleased with our early entries i'm not exactly sure of the number but it's north of 300 a little below 400 pre-registered and uh i think that's fantastic a lot of guys do wait on the weather and uh hopefully that that will uh get another wave this week yep. I, I would imagine we, we they're trickling in but lauren and her elves the kids were were stuffing captain's bags and i can tell you we're going to stuff uh 600 captains' bags. Uh, wow, at least. Awesome. So, we're hoping, we're hopeful to uh, have a have a record turnout. And, but you know, just if if we didn't get another boat, it'd be fantastic. It, it's exceeded our expectations. uh
0: I'm not going to say tenfold, but at least two or threefold. Yeah, stretch, right? yeah. So, a little different schedule this year. So yeah. fr- Friday evening is captain's R- meeting. Friday's the captain's
3: meeting at the St. Augustine. uh Fish and Oyster House in St. Augustine. We have a captain's meeting at 4 o'clock and a captain's meeting at 7 o'clock. Somebody from each team needs to come to one of them. You need to get your boat number and your in your bucket. And uh, we'll go over rules. A lot of new people this year, so we'll go over rules. We, we start promptly at 4 and 7 o'clock, though. We're not going to sit around there and hold you around there. There's no get the captain's meeting at 6 and we're going to talk at 9. That's, right, that's, yeah. I've been dealing with that my whole life. So we say 4 o'clock and 7 o'clock. We're going to do it at 4 and 7 o'clock. Um, and that way you can go home and get some sleep and get so don't busy. be late well yeah don't don't be late um you know the fishing is saturday lines in at seven lines out at three you can't start catching bait till five o'clock um the the main thing is we're going to give you a tournament issued boat number when you catch a fish i don't care how big or small it is take a picture with the beach in the background Mm -hmm. And if you catch a 10-pounder and you want to take a picture of the beach in the background throw that fish back, that's great. You're still qualified. You're still qualified for the Nimnik lucky ticket drawing, which we will pull at the awards on Sunday, and somebody's going to win $10,000 for a
2: 10-pounder, possibly. Wow. Hey, I got a question. I got a question for you. Can you catch bait offshore and come back in to fish inshore? No, you can't leave the boundaries to catch. So you bait. can't can't leave the boundaries. Okay.
3: No, you can catch bait in the intercoastal waterway. Uh, once you enter the ocean, uh, I mean, there's a fine line in the intercoastal. You know about boundaries and stuff. So but, I say the intercoastal is fair game. Once you, I don't want you catching bait out of the bounds. I don't want the guy, the Georgia guys call. I've had twenty calls about Georgia. They want to know if they can come out of Brunswick and catch bait on Cumberland. There seems to always be bait on Cumberland. The answers no. You got to catch bait inbounds. You got because inbounds. because
0: the, the boundaries for Lindina, right, right, for Lindina to Daytona. They, they, right. yep. they okay. can
3: leave. You can leave from wherever you. want. Right. You can leave from Savannah and run down here and fish. Right. But I don't. I don't. I, I want everybody to have the same chance. Yep. So. Cool.
1: That's that's the best way to do it. That's why everybody loves the tournament because it's a fair playing playing field, and that's the way it should be.
3: Well, I, I think so, and, and we're proud of it. My whole family's embraced it Kaylee my daughter my 4 year old daughter was stuffing captain's bags <laughs> yesterday so and Bradley of course and Lauren she's uh she's a rock star so
1: now we were talking about um maybe another category being added to that maybe potentially I mean if the snapper season was going to be open would you have another category to that
3: no, I, I would not because it, you're not going to catch a lot you not to catch one within 3 miles and okay. thank thank goodness the snapper season's not that way. <laughs> you talk about a zoo uh but crazy uh, uh no i the only thing the only thing I've thought of doing and uh is possibly we talked about with Nemnick one day doing some kind of unreal aggregate thing where if you caught two forties on the same day you might would win a right. big prize but we're we've- we're checking in insurance stuff on that so right that, that
0: that might be in the future but uh, just give me one. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> you know, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not trying to be greedy. All right, so,
1: so what, what's been the winning fish? The, the number, how many years now is this? This will be the third okay, year. Okay. Third year, first fish. two years. What were the fish? What did the fish weigh?
3: Uh, the first year was 43, I believe. Yep. And last year it was 38. Yep. So okay. I, I'm going to say, I'm going to, I'm going to go out on a limb. I think we're going over 45 this year. I just have a feeling. I think the bait, I think the water, they've been catching fish on the beach since the beginning of April. I think the fish are here. I think this little blow, like Kevin mentioned, is going to stir things up a little bit, and then there's going to be two or three days of really nice weather yep. to calm down and resettle, and, and I think that we'll get a new load of fish in here. So.
1: And uh, top prize, yellowfin, $100,000 yellowfin.
3: Yeah, 21-foot yellowfin, and I was down at yellowfin this week, and they are, during these supply chain issues, which everybody in the world will tell you is real, I promise you it's real, they think we're going to have the boat here for sunday to give it away that would be awesome which is awesome
1: how many places do you pay out
3: 25 cash we have five lady anglers uh st augustine fish house who hosts us uh they sponsor the lady angler category and us assure sponsors the junior angler category we have a first place junior angler wins a a full day charter on the bag company which is a 44 foot quad (laughs) engine center console yeah, but competitor it's, it, it's, it's a it, bad sucker <laughs> it, is, it is an
0: unbelievable boat oh my god I saw it the other day I was like
1: Whoa. that's the price for the junior, junior angler, angler? Yeah. oh that's man true. that's so, cool
0: we, we,
3: we, it's a challenge to find prizes for junior anglers. Yeah. What, 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 what I don't want to have is I don't want Dad to take the junior angler prize and go sell it. So, yeah. Yeah. so we think if we give him a, a, a bad, uh, a really nice day on the water on a big boat that would be a treat to anyone, sure. that we thought that would be cool. That's very cool. But Dad's still going. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Dad, Dad's going. We yeah. want Dad to go, yeah.
0: but we, we, we don't want Dad to put it on eBay. Right, so, right, right. right. So, <laughs> yeah. so Jeff Stamps said it's a 44 contender. Wow. 44. Wow. Awesome
3: boat. It only goes 70. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, buddy.
0: Yeah. yeah. Amazing boat. Amazing boat. All right. I know we need to take a break. You going to hang
1: around? Whatever you all want me to do. All right. hang, hang around for just a minute, and uh, we'll talk to Mr. Paul Dozier of the old school Kingfish Shootout, and you, if you'd like to join in. I know Top Gun's hanging on. Top Gun, we're going to get to you as well. And folks, uh, the number to get in, 904-641-1010, right here on the Nimnick Buick GMC Outdoor Show. You know, next weekend, the old school Kingfish shootout, uh-huh. but there's also something pretty special going on. The 60th anniversary sale at hagen Eggs. Oh. Why? Because they're celebrating 60 years in business. How about that? That's very cool. Okay. and What they're going to do is all the stores are going to have huge discounts. That's next Friday And Saturday, that's June 10th and 11th, and to celebrate their 60th anniversary, they're going to have 60-cent items, $60 off of some items, 60% off some items, obviously with the 60 number, okay? And then uh, at the Glen St. Mary store, they're introducing Hagen Coastal Outfitters into that uh, store. Oh, cool. So they're going to have all the outdoor apparel and outdoor (laughs) products, so it's going to be the Hagen Coastal Outfitters Roadshow next uh, Friday cool. and Saturday. Very cool. All right, we are live here at uh, Atlantic Coast Marine. A little remote broadcast today because uh, we're celebrating their re-grand opening, I guess you could say. They've got a new showroom out front. They added a new service bay a couple years back, and now they've got a beautiful new building out front here with a lot of fantastic boats. And uh, at 11 o'clock, they're going to start – a raffle drawing. They've got an eight-foot power pole blade, a two-and-a-half horsepower Yamaha outboard, a three-thousand Yamaha generator. By the way,
0: uh, I got a text from Bob Matthews, c Marine. Yeah. And he's like, I need the two and a half for my little barge. Okay. <laughs> so, so, so if somebody wins it, yeah, you know, uh, it may be like bought things might be worth ten
3: grand these days. Uh, you don't know, ever <laughs> know.
1: Yeah, uh, they also are giving away two 100-hour services, a 20-foot stiffy hybrid power pole, uh, two onboard bank chargers, and all this is going to be happening at 11, 1130. you got to be here to do it. Okay? you got to be here to win. Come in here and get a raffle ticket, drop it in the bucket. And uh, joining us now, Mr. Paul Dozier, Old School Kingfish Shootout, which is happening next Saturday. And right now the weather looks good, but everybody always has that question. Well, Paul, what are you going to do if the weather's not good?
3: Well, fortunately, we haven't had to deal with that too much. It hasn't been ideal. I mean, it's, it ended up being a little bumpy the first two years, yeah. but it's okay. But, you know, I tell people, you know, we're catering to small boats, and we're not going to put a small boat in danger. If I think it's unreasonable for a small boat to uh, to go fishing and, and have a, a good experience, we'll postpone right. or. Or whatever we're we're blessed to have a built-in weekend the next weekend there's a kingfish tournament every weekend in northeast florida right for the most part there's not one the following weekend because it's father's day uh so we have a backup weekend just in case we don't want to use it we have a lot of logistics a lot of moving parts
0: but so it, it, it i think the one thing that spooks people jeff a lot of times is they'll they'll see southwest at 15. all right Southwest at fifteen is nothing. Totally fine. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying, and and then but the, the one thing to always keep in mind whenever you have a southwest wind and then a southeast sea breeze, you're going to have afternoon thunderstorms. That's just part of it. Well, we're not you know? going to we're not going to postpone the tournament for a chance of thunderstorms. No. There's
3: a chance of thunderstorms every day in the yeah. summer. We'll never go fishing if we, <laughs> if, we if we wait for a zero percent chance of rain in June, July, or August. Right. We're never going to have a fishing tournament. To your point, Kevin, Southwest. If it's going to blow Southwest. Even 15 to 20, you can fish it. A uh, southwest wind. If it blows northeast, 10 to 15, that's a different story. Right. So I've been fishing here my whole life. I just I just give my word to the fishermen that I'm not gonna I'm gonna try my best not to put you in a touchy situation. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna do what's best best for the fishermen. We're gonna make the right decision. But as of right now, it looks great. But you know the meat mayhem's going on today, and they had. A, a tough call to make last night Yeah, they did. And, the, the, and I, wait
1: a minute wait a minute the meat mayhem there's
3: a kingfish tournament out of comanche cove today okay it was yesterday and today and the tournament director called me last night he's like man what do you think i should do and i'm like man i'm glad i'm not you brother <laughs> right. i mean gosh he he couldn't win it was it was borderline right and the further south you go the big boats it's a pro series type thing the big boats are running down canaveral and south the local boats, you know, they're kind of fishing right out front here and fishing around. And the further south you go, the worse it is. It seemed, I mean, I, I got to tell you, it looks pretty nice here. To yeah, do, it to does. Absolutely. I think it's fine. He ended up making it captain's choice. If you wanted your money back, I think you could get your money back if you weren't comfortable with the weather. But I think it's going to blow up this afternoon. But hopefully we don't have to make that decision. But, you know, everything, like you said, the weather channel looks like a southwest, southeast flow. Um, and uh, it should be great. Yep. So we're excited about it. I like
1: it. Very cool. All right, a couple uh, little notes here before we go talk to Top Gun. Uh, Larry Fife uh, chimed in. He also wanted to let us know about barbecue. barbecues at Nippers. So uh, him and your wife know a hell of a lot more than us. Uh, and Joel Compton, when I was talking about those beef or the meat pockets over there in right. the Bahamas, uh, he calls them, Joel saying uh, he only seen them called Jamaican patties or a beef pastry. So anyway, yeah. just wanted to mention that. All right, let's go to the phone lines and let's bring up Top Gun this morning.
5: I feel a need for speed. What's going on, fellas? The movie's out.
1: All kinds of things are going on here.
5: Uh, Oh, the movie's out, and everybody I've talked to said it is great. I saw it. Unbelievable.
3: Absolutely unbelievable.
5: Uh, Best movie I've seen in years.
0: Everybody has said that. Really? Yes. I mean, oh my it's, God! It's, it's like it's like really. It's, it's a movie that I'm actually want to go see. Yeah, you have to go. You yeah. have to go. Okay. I might have to go
5: see it. I was going to wait on HBO, but I no. don't know if I can no. wait. Go in the theater,
3: spend the money on IMAX, feel it in your butt when the seats are shaking. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's cool. it's incredible.
1: Cool. Well, let me let me let me say hey. this: Top Gun and that uh, top, Tom Cruise when if he's doing a Top Gun movie, it's kind of legitimate, right? Right. But but a couple yeah. years ago they had him cast in a role for Jack Reacher. Yeah. Okay, that's supposed to be this six foot four, two hundred and forty pound <laughs> badass. Okay. And I'm sorry, yeah. but Tom Cruise ain't filling that role for me.
0: <laughs> I told yeah, you. Yeah, he's a little short. Because <laughs> I, I was, love the Jack Reacher books. He was yeah, on I I do still, yeah,
5: yeah. <laughs> He's a little short. But you know, most of those fighter pilots are kinda short. There there's not a lot of room in that cockpit. Of those fighter
1: jets. Yeah. No, there's um, not not anybody. The, the, the
4: cool they
0: actually were in those planes. Is who? Go ahead, Mister Paul. Here. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, do you have a nickname? <laughs> Lots of them, buddy. Lots of
5: them. Well, I would like to. Top Gun would like to give you the nickname Bull, B-U-L-L, because I well, think that'd be Bull cool if, if somebody came up to you and said, "What's your name?" and you said, "Bulldozer." Yes, sir. That's, yes, just, yes, sir. That's, cool <laughs>
1: that's just cool to me. That's just cool to me. Well, I, mean, I, I will that. say, oh. Top Gun, just a real quick note here. I'm sure that Paul has had a nickname that has a last name that goes with Bull 2. <laughs>
5: oh. <laughs> well, we won't talk about that on the air.
1: I think we all have a little bit of that in us. <laughs>
0: yeah, definitely. Definitely.
5: So what you guys been doing? You been fishing or what?
0: yes working every day which is which is kind of fun and uh oceans ocean's been okay um but the fishing has been outstanding it's as good as it was three years ago i mean it's it's um you know when i say that we're king fishing that's what we that's what we do this time of year and and um it's been there's been some sails caught this week there's been some dolphin caught this week wahoo uh, right wahoo there's been a wahoo yep i mean so that the um the water, wow. Jeff, is is, it's when like, it, 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 you know, we say this. It's like the Bahamas. I mean, it's yeah. it's so incredibly blue. You you can I could I could put a pogie down at thirty feet and watch him swim. A pogie, see him wow. swim on the downrigger. Yeah, wow. A hundred hundred
3: and fourteen pound wahoo caught yesterday in the Meat Mayhem tournament out of St. Augustine, within sight of land.
0: You oh can my God! One fourteen on a kingfish Wow. Fish rod. <laughs> a good one. Wow, that's yeah, you think. Yeah, oh, the, my. the
1: old saying there are no fences. No,
0: no, and, 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 I and, yeah, and, it's and Jeff, I mean tournament. there's 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 flying fish everywhere. I mean it just the ocean is completely alive right now. It's it's it's, it's amazing. Amazing. Hey, hey Lux, I have yeah. a question for you. A cu- a
5: couple of weeks ago or something, you were talking about uh having a long pole with a hook on the end of it, ripping up a beaver dam. Where was that? In Georgia? Where was that? What the hell are beavers doing in Georgia? Those things are from Canada, Oregon, way up north. I've never seen a beaver in Florida or Georgia.
1: Oh, they're all over Georgia.
5: Yeah, I got a terrible problem. Yeah. Well, let me ask you a question. Have you seen the teeth on those things? <laughs> of course. If, oh, you're down in, if you're down in that water destroying a beaver's home and one of them things swims out from the bottom of that thing, kicked off, and latches onto your ankle, you're yeah, going to yeah. need stitches.
1: <laughs> There's no doubt.
5: Those things have got some teeth, buddy.
1: Yeah, but here's the thing, w- Top Gun. I'm not looking to handle... Okay, yeah. I'm not looking to handle a beaver. Okay. He'll shoot it. Okay, he can visit my trap. Okay, and when this trap goes snap, that's the end of his life.
5: Well, there you go. I don't know if I'd be in store destroying the home, though, with uh, uh a pole with a hook on the end. I think I'd have <laughs> a gun or something.
4: Look,
0: you know know what I mean? Mean, the the dams the, the dams the that they build in our creeks, they don't live in the dams. They don't. <laughs> No, they don't.
1: Yeah, they call that um, a a hook, like a national hook, the pole that has that little stick thing, and then a grab, like a little hook on the uh-huh. end of it to, for pulling down the dams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. That's uh, all right, Top Gun. What else you got well, for us? Let me
5: let me leave you with this. Uh, this uh, old married couple was sitting on the sofa, and uh, she says uh, to the old man, "Honey, remember when I was young and." You used to hold my hand, and he reached over and grabbed her hand, and a few minutes goes by. And she says, Remember when I was younger, and um, you used to put your arm around me, so he puts his arm around her, and a few minutes goes by, and she says, Honey, do you remember when I was young, and you used to bite and nibble on my ears? And he jumped up off the sofa and she says, Where are you going? And he says, I gotta go get my teeth.
4: That, baby! <laughs> good one.
1: <laughs> good one. All right, let's take a break on that. Uh, good good one there. Paul, Top gun. Thanks, buddy. If you'd like Thank to join us this morning right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC outdoor show, 904-641-1010. Welcome back to the Nimbik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Captain Kirk, while uh, Mr. Paul Dozier was joining us because we're only uh, three microphones when we're on remote because we're at Atlantic Coast Marine for a re-grand opening that they're having here. That's right.
2: Captain Kirk was doing a little uh, outdoor show research. Yeah, uh, doing a little reconnoiting out there. And How's uh, it looking? It's looking good. He's got enough pork butts, folks, uh, and barbecue ribs, mac and cheese, banana pudding, uh baked beans folks this is we're talking free barbecue here free free barbecue yeah ribs he can feed a couple hundred people oh there's enough there's enough food out there it's unbelievable wow so get your grub on come down here atlantic coast marine atlantic boulevard enter to win a brand new yamaha outboard two and a half horsepower outboard free a yamaha generator Free. Mm-hmm. I mean, all you got to do is get in your car, get off your butt, get out of the <laughs> house. Come on down. Yeah. And come on down. It's a beautiful day. Ralph took it in a bucket. Got to be here to win at 11, 1130. They're drawing all these things. I mean, they're giving them away.
0: Yeah.
1: Somebody's going to win them.
0: Yeah. Between 11 and 1130. I mean, that's, yeah. you know, I was thinking, oh, you got to be here at 5 o'clock or something. No.
2: Now, but. here's the, here's the downside. If you all don't show up. I'm taking home a huge to-go plate. Oh, absolutely. I'm okay. taking, I'm just taking so a, you know. I'm taking me a So, y'all better hole. come yeah. on down here and start eating this food. <laughs>
1: yeah, the, um, uh, the, the other thing I wanted to men- make mention of is that Paul Dozier's tournament, and we were talking to Paul just a minute ago, and, and, and he's still h- here hanging out. But the grand prize is a uh, yellow fin, you know, $100,000. Yeah. And we were talking about he's paying out 25 places. Atlanta Coast Marine has an outboard, I think, that's the One, second. 115. A 115 yeah. outboard, yeah. which is worth – what is that worth?
0: 25 20, 20 oh, some odd grand
1: yeah. easy, yeah, and that's the second place prize.
2: That's
0: yeah, that's second place.
1: I mean, that's that's awesome, yeah. I, I mean, uh, old school
2: kingfish shootout. I mean, the thing that's nice again, we've ta- talked it up for the last three years, it's a family run event. Kind of, mm-hmm. it's like the El Cheapo, it's it's simple, You're right. stupid. It is. Yeah. I mean, I hated to ask the question about the bait thing, but. A lot of folks have asked me about that because bait has been I, a big issue I, on Jack's Beach.
0: And, and, and it's funny, Kirk, that, that you asked that because I was literally, I was going to ask the same thing because the, the offshore wrecks right now are just loaded up with some of the prettiest baits you'll ever see, Jeff. I mean, the sardines, cigar minnows, the tinker mackerel. I mean, it's... It's unreal. It's, 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 it's again, I, I, I said this earlier, I, it's been three years since i've seen it like this you know mm-hmm. to, to, uh, 20 and 21 were just miserable and and th- this year you know we're we're all we're you know even though it's been good bait's been good baits right. offshore we're all like oh my god is it going to end right you know, but it's it's it, it hasn't it's it's continued to be really good
2: and the fishing's been really Oh yeah good. That's i mean yeah king fishing this week was yeah. at, at times a little tough The the ocean was uh, a couple of days wasn't highly cooperative right. it was a little rough i had a couple of days where i got out um and I know on Memorial Day I took uh, Mike Overstreet and his lovely wife Liz out, and we went fishing and uh, his daughter Jess, and it was rough uh, it yeah. was it was tough
0: yeah now the ocean wasn 't like beautiful I mean, now yesterday it was pretty in the morning,
2: and there was um, no pogies on the beach, so we had to right. kind of we had to go out and jig it up now yeah. jigging up sardines, i mean big old giant tur- turbo sardines and cigar minnows. But the bite's been on. I yep. mean, I, I got on a really incredibly good bite of kingfish yesterday and caught cobia this week. Um, uh, it, you know, we had
1: the, –
0: the one, the, the one thing that, that I will tell people, and you guys saw my text, if you're fishing the tournament on Saturday, you better get there early. Because, to the boat ramps. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, they shut it down.
2: Yeah, I saw your I'm message from me. I couldn't believe that.
0: Shut the ramp down. Wow. There's no parking spots. There's not enough parking spots. Can you imagine if you made plans with your by, family? By, by the way, just real yeah, quick before yeah, go we ahead. go to the
1: phone lines, when, when me and Kirk a couple of weeks ago drove down to Fish Bites Trading Post, yeah. on the way back, we stopped and drove through the parking lot Okay, you saw. Yeah. so that we could see what you were talking about. Yeah. And it absolutely makes no sense, the design of the parking lot at that boat ramp. We, we're in total agreement with you, and yeah. we, we totally understand what, what you're you saying, saying now. Then?
2: Yeah. It's got to be frustrating to be in a place where you, you had how many parking places did you tell me? 300. 300, and now we got how many? 160. So you cut it almost in half, mm-hmm. so you make it look a little bit prettier for, for what? No, it doesn't look
1: prettier. <laughs> I, do, I don't. I'm it's, sorry. It's, it's, it's confusing. The design, yeah. having two ways of going around makes absolutely zero sense i
0: told you it's it's like you look at this you go who, who thought about this that
1: wasn't very smart but anyway let's go <laughs> yeah. to the phone lines okay and uh we're going to talk to let's talk to andrew first chris because he's got an atlantic coast marine story mm. good morning andrew good
6: morning man
2: morning.
1: morning
6: morning uh so just a little heads up as to how hard those guys have been working up there for this morning this week is uh was driving, I believe it was Tuesday or Wednesday, seven PM, east on Atlantic, and I'm not sure if it was Brett or who it was, but he was out there push mowing with <laughs> So Brett, on Monday or Tuesday, and
1: Brett, Brett stand standing right here in front yeah, of us, what, Andrew. Were you out doing a push mower earlier in the week at about seven o'clock at night? He said yes. yes. <laughs>
0: Awesome, man. Uh, well, 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 listen, when, 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 when I got here this
1: morning at 6.30. He was running a blower. He
6: was running a blower, yeah, yeah. backpack blower. Yeah, yeah which is no, twice as big so as I him. Actually, yeah, I was driving back again <laughs> eastbound at about 9 p.m., Right, and he was still tractoring boats and washing them. Yeah. <laughs> and I work for a boatyard on the other side of town, I decided to hang in Yui and see if he wanted some help. Um, that was
2: really nice of you.
6: Well, no, and he said, "Come on out this afternoon." So I will try to be there later on this afternoon. Um, But just thought it was too funny that this guy's out here at seven o'clock at night push mowing, and then at nine o'clock, he's still washing and moving boats with a (laughs) tractor. That's cool.
0: (laughs) All right.
1: Well, hey, if you can get here by eleven o'clock, you get your name in the bucket for Uh, all the drawings. I'd love
6: to. I'd love to. But honestly, I got to go clean out the boatyard. We've had all kinds of things going on, and it's too dusty he needs to get tuned up for the, the next week
2: i understand totally get it hey man we appreciate yeah. the call, thanks, Andrew.
6: no thank you guys really appreciate it you guys got me through a lot of a lot of weekends a lot of times as a uh covid icu nurse so really appreciate it <laughs> well, thanks for what thank you. you buddy see you all right
1: see you all right let's squeeze jimmy in. by the way uh did you guys see what jimmy sent us on our Facebook page. And, uh, Jimmy, by yes, the way, I good did. morning, Jimmy.
0: Yes, I did, as a matter of fact.
1: Morning, guys. Morning, Jimmy. Hey, really really wanted know. to thank you because uh, you sent us on our Facebook page. You sent a uh, – essentially, it was, it's like a chart so that people – and we're going to be posting this on our website, and I, and I would recommend that people kind of look at this and kind of familiarize oh, themselves great, with this because it's wow. a chart that shows you the difference between and some of the – uh, what's the word? symptoms of symptoms. heat exhaustion or heat stroke? Mm-hmm. So you can determine which is which. And uh, Jimmy, I think it's it's great. I'm um, thank thank you for sending that because we are going to post that up on our Facebook and Instagram page so that people can educate
2: themselves. That's funny yeah, that yeah. we should be talking about this because I know a, a year or so ago I had a conversation with Chip Wingo, and we were talking <laughs> one day, and I said, "Look, I'm struggling with this heat thing." And I can't seem to get enough fluids in me. Mm-hmm. I was really, mm-hmm. and he turned me on to the electrolyte, and I buy it by right. the case now. And I take a bottle of it. It's a, I think it's a 18 or 22 ounce bottle, and I stick yep. it in the freezer before I leave in the morning, and I drink that whole bottle before I leave the boat during the day. And I tell you what, it's made a world of difference. It really has helped well, me out a, a lot. Well, that's a
4: trick.
7: Well, that's a trick is hydrate before you go. Once you get started getting thirsty and stuff like that, it's too late. You're behind the curve. You know it's hard
1: to catch up. Well, and and Jimmy, uh, fire department for how many years? Uh, Thirty plus. Thirty plus years, and
7: you were what? Firefighter
1: paramedic. Paramedic. I mean, so this is Jimmy speaking from experience here. Now, right? Okay, so he's not sending us some garbage that he's just pulling off of the internet. I mean, this is this is a great chart and we'll be sharing it with you on our Facebook and Instagram page so folks if you haven't
2: uh, liked our pages yet, go to them and, and like them and follow. Well, here's another thing too, Jimmy, and maybe you can you can kind of uh, go into a little more detail. I try to watch people when they drink a little bit. When you start drinking alcohol, that that totally. doesn't help.
7: No, that that, that just uh, exacerbates the problem totally. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah.
2: All
1: right, well Jimmy, uh We've got to take a break. Do you want to hang on or are you going to leave us?
7: Yeah, I'll hang on a minute. All right, let's, yeah, Hang let's, on. Hang on, guess, Jimmy, through the break. Been beaver trapping this morning.
1: All yes. right. I want to hear the beaver trapping story. And we'll <laughs> get that and more uh, right after this, right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimbic Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's time now for the Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week. Ring Power and the Cat Rental Store have an incredible fleet to serve any purpose that you have, and it's the youngest fleet in the industry. And this week's Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week comes from Mr. Faber.
0: Yes, absolutely, because we're talking about um, the Old School Kingfish Tournament, which is next Saturday. Uh, obviously, we just had Paul Dozier on. And you know, Kirk and I talked about this tournament. First off, the entry fee's about two hundred and fifty. Yep. All right, it's the cheapest entry that you're going to have in any kingfish tournament. The payout's the best of any kingfish tournament. The
1: field is is is, is more level. level than any.
0: Yeah. I mean, again, the guy who won the first year was fishing with his wife and his son in a, a polar skiff. Right. All right, and she'd never been kingfishing before, and they catch a forty-three pounder. One, and then obviously Chris Stevenson last year. You know, he wins with a thirty-seven pounder. So it's like you said, it's um, it's a great tournament, and cur- it, it, it's way family-oriented. You know, they got juniors, they got women. So it, well, it's, and the
2: thing is, it, you ain't got to go. No, far. you don't. I mean, you come it, out of the inlet and, <laughs> and fish, and fish right there on the beach. Right, you don't have to run twenty miles offshore. No, you don't. And put the lines out. That's what's so fun about it. And you're right next to the beach. If the weather, like we had talked about, if if you know, this is Florida, we get thunder boomers in the afternoon. Yep. If you need to go in go in yeah exactly you're right there yeah
1: yeah and I, I, I think that's I mean that's why this tournament has absolutely exploded in popularity sure yeah is because the le- the, the playing field is level yep yeah it's a one-day tournament because look uh, times are tough for some people cost of fuel is ridiculous and this makes this tournament this tournament is available to anyone yeah and also the prizes. I mean, you got a $100,000 yellowfin as a grand prize. If you win it, $100,000 yellowfin boat.
2: Yeah. Are you kidding me? Second yeah. place,
0: 115 Yamaha. Yeah, for Atlanta over 20 grand. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's great the,
2: prizes, you know. That's the
1: Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week. Go to ringpower.com to learn more. Hey, um. We, by the way, just real quick, on our social media pages, our Facebook and Instagram, we have provided a link to the old school Kingfish no, okay, tournament site yep. to where sh- you can go sh- there, you can register, and et cetera, et cetera.
0: Right. right. I know that um, we've got some really cool remotes coming up this fall. I know we're going to do a big one at, at Hagen again, but I talked to Ring Power this week, and, and we're going to do the Christmas show on December 17th. But the cool thing is, is what I wanted to tell you, it's just like Hagen, Ring Power celebrating 60 years. Oh, yeah. And so wow. we're going to celebrate right. their 60 really? years. Yeah, and, and and the Christmas show—it's going to be a big deal. So just oh, wow. kind of mark your calendar. I know that, like I said, we've got, we've got the, uh, the, the Hagen Ace, um that that we're doing in in November. Yeah, we're going to do gonna that be. sometime in the fall. We're yeah. still
1: trying to work out the dates. So we're going to do a remote at the. Uh, we we're just talking about how Hagen Coastal Outfitters is moving into the Hagen Ace in McClenny. Yep. So we're going to do a remote from out there. So I'll uh, date to to <laughs> oh be God. determined.
0: I got to get up at two thirty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nah. <laughs> All right. So my yep. my my question, is, my question is my question is is that the picture with the the post on our social media with the ring power cat tip of the week the old school kingfish shootout. There's a picture of you holding a kingfish with a guy in the background. What's the story on this fish? Let
0: me see. I, I, I don't. I don't know which. Okay, that's a oh, that's no. a
1: picture from this week.
0: Yeah, that's that was yesterday. Mm-hmm. That was yesterday. Okay,
1: yeah. nice nice fish. What that one weigh?
0: Oh, probably fifteen.
1: Okay, that yeah. one right there could win you ten thousand dollars. Yeah, because
0: yeah. that's all you got to do is take a picture. In the
1: old old school kingfish shootout. Yeah. Just send a picture. A Nimnik family of dealerships is doing a yeah twenty four inches or bigger. Yeah, it's yeah fantastic. Yeah, twenty four inches yeah. at the fork.
0: Yeah, I mean it, yeah. It, it, it's, yeah, take a picture and let well, it go. Well, seriously. I like that. Uh, you know, the first two years, uh, James and I, uh, we caught three the first year and two the last year. We never killed a fish. Yeah. You know, I just grab it by the tail.
1: Take a picture. Take a picture. Yeah.
0: Not let it go. Send it
1: into the tournament.
0: Yeah. And that's always our goal: is to get the picture. Yeah. You know, that's you want to you want to get into the drawing. That's your first goal. Yeah. And then and then you know uh, it would be great if it was a forty pounder and you were in the drawing. Yeah. But but at least if you catch a fish, yeah. you're in the drawing.
1: How many uh, How many did you catch yesterday?
0: It's, as many as you can. Really. Think of. I mean, I, Jeff. I mean, literally by to the we were like, okay, can we? Yeah, that's get, what I was doing. I was just letting them go yesterday. <laughs> oh, I, I kept three fish, which is the, the most I'll usually keep. Mm-hmm. You know, I, 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 I killed three fish yesterday. But, you know, it's, it's it, it, literally it, – it, you, you can only get one, two, maybe two lines out. Yeah. You, know, you, just, you never put your downrigger down. I mean, it's just it's, – it's, uh, it, it's been great all week.
1: All right, uh, we still have uh, Mr. Jimmy yes. Knight on hold, Chris. All right, let's bring him up. Morning, Jimmy, again.
7: Morning, Felix.
1: Morning. Fellas. So, uh, so uh, tell us, tell us the story.
7: The beavers have won.
2: <laughs> no way! Really?
7: <laughs> I hate them things,
2: man. They could tear up a piece of land. Yeah, uh, so obnoxious, you. man.
4: I'll
2: well, never forget. Hold on. Jeff,
1: hold on, hold on, hold on. Let let him tell the story because I want to hear this. Because if the beavers have won, I want to hear what the solution may be. But go ahead, Jimmy.
2: Uh, dynamite. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. Dynamite.
7: Now, when you say they won, what do you mean? Uh, well, I went out there to check my my trap line stuff like that this morning. I eased out through there, and and it come a big rain last night, so I had a bunch of trash come through and trip my traps and stuff. So I figured, you know, I'm going ahead and pull them up. So I started pulling them, and I walking back on the dam, coming back, and the biggest water moccasin' I ever seen in my life. Ooh, buddy. Oh no. Uh. Oh, uh, yeah. And all I've got is a little 22 pistol. you got to carry you a know, 22 pistol when you're trapping, blah, 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 blah. So uh, I dispatched him out with five shots. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's a He's clue. A big That's one, a man. clue. Okay. I got him. Uh, okay. I went about another 15 feet, and there's another one. Oh, no. Oh, no. One shot. I scared him. That was all. He scared me more. <laughs> oh, so, uh, You need to start carrying a round shot. I'm not going back out until it's 50 degrees or below i'm done
0: yeah yeah no kidding
7: i'm, I'm with you
0: i can run and burn in
7: burning buildings i can catch alligators but them snakes you, uh, you can have them i'm an, i'm moccasins? done <laughs> yeah yeah
1: moccasins are a different story by the way if you ever have any any questions about trapping beaver seriously jimmy yeah uh, met a met a guy a couple of years ago we had went to a uh, I think it was a, a QDMA or a Wild Turkey thing. I think it's QDMA, and met sure. a guy by the name of Clint Carey, and yep. he has a tactical trapping services, and he is incredible. To where if you gave him a phone call and had questions and say, "Hey, look, here's what I'm doing," mm-hmm. he is awesome, a great source yeah. of information, and I've got his number, and I'd be more than happy to send it to. you. I, I,
0: I have a question for you. So he came out and 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 showed you how to to Correct. trap beavers, right? Correct. Do you feel comfortable? doing it yourself then?
1: me and gerald did it all ourselves for the next couple of years okay. and, and we wiped them out
2: okay all right yeah okay. now now i'll never forget was, that beaver you had that you and i came wicked. up on that's he was beaver. huge wicked he was oh yeah they taking are. that whole pipe 40 pounds easy look like wow. a dog okay. big he was as big as merle big or bigger he oh, was he's way bigger than merle. he was huge jeff pulled that two two three out and tried to get that thing out that that was a mean beaver <laughs> i'm just telling you that, that's a mean beaver
1: there. I, jimmy i'll never i'll never forget we i had a <laughs> had a spot to where it had a lot of beaver and so when i went to this it was the qdma thing and it was uh, an auction you know so it was the dinner or the auction and i had a beaver problem <laughs> and i had some drinks and i said i'm I'm going to get that track, the The trapping consult. And the trapping consult yeah. was awesome because he actually is out of Tennessee. He was, and part of the deal was he would come, and he would come to your place and stay a night and teach you for a, a day or two how to trap. That's cool. cool. And so he came yep. down, and me and Gerald, and we, and we did coyotes. We did uh, beaver trapping, and I can't remember what else we were learning how to trap, you know, snares. You know, bear traps, you know, all the different things. And, and so after that, I mean, we were good to go. Yeah. And Gerald took that, and he's now trapping the heck out of coyotes like wow. nobody's business. And then we literally, we thought we had one spot, and I asked Clint, you know, how many beaver you might think we'll, we'll get here. And he said, you'll probably have about three in this spot. And he saw it. Mm-hmm. He laid his eyes on it. Mm-hmm. I think we ended up trapping 12.
8: Wow. Wow. I mean, oh
1: my it was, it was
2: crazy. Crazy oh, number of beaver. Wow. So we got them all. We think,
7: you know, knock on wood.
2: Well, Jimmy, what happened with your problem? I mean, I mean, y'all, y'all knocked the dam down, and you just kept building it back and back.
7: Yeah, they, they had to come in and build them back, but there's just been in there. What they've done is they built one dam, and behind it, about 50 yards, they built another one. Then behind that one, there's another one. So they have got rows of dams. So they get a little figure, you know. They got a backup system. They're smart. They're intelligent. And they've been in there for years and years, so they've really got an extensive system. You need, you need to, to talk to there. Clint.
1: I'm just telling you, this, this guy is—he's uh-huh. a genius. I mean, that's what he does. Yeah. He is the man. So, uh, I'll send you his information. I'll
7: get—I'll yeah, send you a text. That. Sounds great. Sounds great. But I want hey. to—I uh, don't know if y'all have heard, but Georgia is going to extend the trapping for raccoons and possums now. It's going to be year-round. Huh. So your predation for your quail and your turkey and stuff like that, but they can change that law. That. That's, that's a good thing. Yeah, that's a
0: good thing. Really yep. good thing for though. year
7: yep. round. So. Yep, yep. All, All right, fellas, cool. y'all have right, a great right. day. Yep.
2: Hey, thanks for the chart too. Yep. The heat exhaustion, heat stroke chart. Yes. yes yeah. I'm gonna thank put you, that to you. good use. All
7: right. Thank you,
2: guys. All right.
1: Buddy. All right appreciate it. All right. Uh, let's take a break, and then when we come back, oh my
0: gosh, you gotta, you you have to turn around, sir. Archie, that.
2: That is that is the oldest.
1: That's an old outdoor show T-shirt. <laughs> yes,
2: it
1: is. We got a story from Archie about the Bahamas. When we come back, right here on the Nimnick Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Hey, if you got a little piece of waterfront heaven and you want to make it. Even a better piece of heaven. CNH Marine Construction does docks, bulkheads, boat houses, boat lifts, maintenance, uh, rebuilds.
0: We talked last week maybe of uh, duck blinds, but they could build a. They could build duck. a heck of a duck blind. Yeah, that's what absolutely. We talked about.
1: Yeah. Whether it be on dry land or, or even on the water's edge. <laughs> and uh, but uh, interesting, Jimmy talking about the beavers. I remember my my first experience with beavers when I was at the University of Virginia. Our head athletic trainer, his name was Joe Geek, and he had a farm that was up on Monticello Mountain. So right. you literally went up past Monticello, which was the home of Thomas Jefferson. That's right. Cool and place, was, by the way. Yeah, beautiful. And then you turned uh, right before you got to Ashlawn, which was the home of James, farm of James Madison, go down the road. So anyway, he had this farm that was there, and, and it was kind of like my retreat when I was in college. He would let me come out there and – had a couple ponds, fish a little bit. Nice. Uh, he had deer, so he'd let me hunt. Wow. And and I would help him in the summers as you know part. Of, you know, hey, look, you know, if you got access, then you're going to help him out. So I would go out him help uh, bale hay or do whatever, right. whatever he needed help with. Nice. And one time he's like, look, I got a beaver problem and I need your help. I said, okay. I said, well, what do I do? He said, well, just go out there and he and he showed me he goes, you know that that's pond the pond you, you know. He said, "Just pull the dam apart, and then here's a shotgun, and then just wait for him to come." I said, "Okay." <laughs>
0: and he, am I being set up here? Yeah. you know. Was he was no, I, no, I, yeah, no yeah. I, okay.
1: I Joe wasn't one of the joking kind of a guy. Okay. So I was All like, right. "All right, cool." So I, you know, I go out there and and I got a rake, and you know, I start tearing the dam apart, and, I, and okay, I got it running pretty good, and, and you know, he told me to do it in the in the after, late afternoon, so that you know, he said the beavers like to come out, you know, in the, in the evening. So I tear the dam apart. It's getting flowing pretty good. And then, so I go back and prop myself up against a tree, you know, and I got me a you know, soda pop and, you know, a little something to nibble on and relax and find a shady spot, and I've got a double barrel shotgun. And it's his, it's, you know. So all of a sudden I'm sitting there and I'm just like, oh, 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 here he comes, here he comes, here he comes. And so I get still and I got, I got the shotgun and I get it up. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I said, one shot will be good. What's better than one? Both barrels. Doggone right! I said oh, I'm gonna no. pull. I'm gonna pull both triggers. both triggers. Oh, you didn't at the same time. Uh, we only got to do it once. Leaning <laughs> up against a tree.
2: Oh my word! Uh,
4: painful. Boom. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh. Knocked the wind out of you. Did it knock the wind out of you? My shoulder.
1: Oh. <laughs> I'll never do why it would, again. Why would you
0: even?
2: I did it. I did you it did one it. time. I did it
1: once. Uh, too. There ain't no way. I, yeah. I
2: can't stand re- side by side. Re- I know, anyway. but Kevin,
1: you know, you think, did hey, you look, if, if one is good, yes, I, I wounded him pretty good. I, he, he got away, but he <laughs> I mean He died. <laughs> eventually <before. laughs> died. But I figured, what's better than one shot? Oh, Two why shots. Not? Why, why not, not do them at the same time? Yeah, what
0: the heck, oh, man?
1: Yeah, um, never do that again.
0: Dad had an old side by side. That thing was a mule. Yeah. Oh, my word. It was a mule.
1: All right, uh, let's go uh, to the phone lines and bring up Archie and get a Bahamas story. Good morning, Archie.
9: Good morning, guys. How you doing?
1: Good. Good. Good
2: morning, sir.
9: Good. I know I'm going to be telling my age on this story, but anyway, 1982, uh, my wife and I got married, and uh, we took our honeymoon in the Abacos and um, flew from Jacksonville down to Miami and then took the little small plane into Treasure Key. And uh, landed at Treasure Key, and our accommodations were in Green Turtle. So we got, I forget if it was a car or truck or whatever, they got us down to the water. We got on a water taxi and went over to Green Turtle Key. Um, just a great place. My idea for the honeymoon was somewhere uh, beautiful and somewhere where there weren't many people, and, and we got both there.
1: Oh, the So bombs anyway. Are beautiful.
9: Oh my goodness! It was just uh unbelievable so one of the um one of the uh features of our accommodations was a a boat for the day. We could take a boat out and they pack us a lunch and we just could just go anywhere we wanted to you could either have a have a guy take you out and catch your food and and cook it for you or we would just um we would just take the boat ourselves so I grew up on the lake down in uh Kingsley and Keystone so the boat was no problem so we got the boat and headed out and I said uh where do we go because <laughs> you know you're down there and there's every half a mile there's another island and he said just find you a a beach with no footprints on it it's yours so I said okay that's pretty cool so we went down and uh found a little about lunchtime we'd been cruising around just checking out the water just beautiful water and uh we found this island and uh decided it was time to eat lunch, so we pulled up on the beach and uh just uh you know, crashed out there, found a little palm tree and got under the palm tree. It's kinda like a kinda like a movie almost. It was a pretty nice setting anyway. So we're eating and having a great time. Just relaxing up there under the trees. And uh I happened to look down at the beach and next thing I know our boat is completely dry out of the water and i They're said tied oh it my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yes it is. i did not have my tide chart and that was really the last thing on my mind you know having to worry about the boat you
1: know we're getting it. Land. we're getting the pg version of this story because yeah, I, I, I have a feeling what yeah. hey okay, we go to this island and we got a remote location we get up on the beach and we're we, not watching we start getting busy right. you know and then all of a sudden you know after an hour of you know making love and doing all this crazy stuff we realize uh. oh my goodness our boat's out of
2: the water Come on, man. Archie! Tell the truth.
9: Come on, man! I can't.
4: <laughs> pastor,
2: <laughs> hey, pastor! I totally get it, brother.
4: Uh. <laughs> anyway, anyway. anyway. <laughs> moving, on, moving on.
9: Moving on. Long story, a little bit longer. I'm so thankful that my wife uh, is very athletic, and she. Uh, we we quit laughing. <laughs> we started uh,
1: Careful, we started, Archie. Uh,
9: you're talking to us. Minute, <laughs> foot by foot, we started lifting one part of the boat, the next part of the boat, and about, I guess, probably 30, 40 minutes later, we had it in the water. you
4: so If you're not, lucky.
9: we'd have probably spent the night on the old. Um,
4: you're, you're, yeah, yeah. You well, you know what? That
1: would have been a bad thing. <laughs> Bugs.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know, I t- t- the one
1: thing I will say, yeah. when we were down there, I mean, it really didn't have not, any, not a lot of mosquitoes. No.
2: that's because
0: they get all those freezes you know every every winter yeah you know kills all the mosquitoes right yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. archie thanks for the story thank you buddy yeah man
9: just uh recommended though i I actually checked into it because we had a little 40th anniversary this past year and uh my goodness the prices are just crazy down there now just just to get there number one like you said uh, all you have to do to get there and then the prices yeah. are just gone crazy
1: down there it is it is not cheap i can no. tell you that yeah <laughs> to get to but the i flights.
9: recommend it if you can
1: get there for sure yeah yep That's good
9: stuff.
0: you guys thanks archie all right archie. thank you archie good hearing from you
1: all right and, uh let's uh let's get brian up we got time for brian morning brian
8: what's up fellas morning buddy I I don't have a story like Archie, so I'm not sure if I uh. You yeah, can't line follow. It's not.
2: hard to follow that one. Huh? Yeah, he's,
1: he's totally giving us the PG version there.
2: You know? <laughs> I was hoping Top Gun was going to call in, and he, I'm sure he'd have something to say about uh, that.
0: He's already called in. You missed Top Gun. <laughs> oh, did. It? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, darn. Yeah. Yep. 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 So, yep. Uh, Kevin, I've
2: been out of town. How's
0: the uh, how's
4: the
8: king fishing? Has it been pretty? It's good?
0: awesome. It it really is. Yeah. I mean it it's um, it's it's on par for where it was three years ago, um. Yep. And, and, and I caught a fish on the beach I don't know a couple sundays ago because I had to that, that's the only place I could go mm-hmm. um and, and I have not fished the beach since then simply for the fact that you know come on, we're, we're we're charter fishing you know uh, right. and it's it's so good 6 to 9 miles off the beach Brian I mean it's um it is good it, it's 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 just it's kind of sick right now it's it's, it's so much fun um Compared to where we were the last couple of years, Uh, there's there's, there's been bait on the beach in St. Augustine. There's been no bait on the beach in Mayport. Uh, But there's a a ton of bait to jig wherever you go, which we haven't had that, Brian, in the last couple of years.
2: Yeah, big old turbos, too, Yeah,
8: It's been crazy. This year's fishing, uh, all fisheries so far, have been outstanding compared to the last three years.
0: Okay, totally agree, except for the the inshore stuff. Inshore fishing has been... As, as tough as I've ever seen it, um, and and you know having Captain Larry Minyard on with us last week when Jeff was in the Bahamas, and you um, know if if I'm struggling, you know that's that's one thing. If, if Larry Minyard is struggling, then that's a right. That's another. That's another story. You know.
4: Yeah.
8: Yeah. I mean, it, from going from the mahi and the wahoo at the beginning of the year to to now it looks like a kingfish and. I've had reports of some people seeing some tarpon up at the inlets, you know. So, uh,
0: yeah,
4: uh, yeah, they're starting it's to show up. up. Good.
0: Yeah, yep. Hey, uh, just a, a huge thanks, also, Brian, for dropping that fish off by the house. Uh, had a, oh, no a big fish, fish fry for Kayla and her fiance and Macy. Everybody, it, it was, it was, um, it was outstanding, man. That that was. It's it's not not very often you get fresh mahi. <laughs> no so,
8: worries, no worries. Yep. I hope, hope everybody enjoyed it.
0: So, yeah, obviously you're fishing next weekend, right?
8: Well, actually, I'm not sure yet. My uh, my crew is actually going to be in Argentina. What? <laughs> okay,
1: are, go to the, if you going yeah, to Argentina,
8: they, 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 you they got to be They won one of those dove shoots at the uh, Ducks Unlimited oh. last time, or two years ago, and they couldn't go last year. So um, they got about 10 of them, and they're, they're going over there for a week. And, uh, I've always
1: wanted to so do They that. don't get
8: back. Yeah, yes, me too. It, it's it's crazy. They were telling me about it and the setup. And, I mean, it,
1: it's hey, Brian, huge, do me a favor.
8: Shots a do,
4: yes, sir.
1: Do, do me a favor. When, when those guys get back, we would love yep. to have one of them on to tell us about that trip yep, and, then, and then get some details because uh, that's something I've always wanted to do and it's something I, I think a lot of people would love to hear about the experience of, of doing that.
8: Absolutely. Absolutely. It'll be uh two weeks from now but yeah, I'll have them uh yeah, yeah, yeah. give a yeah, call. No in. Rush. So
7: so so to uh end it all off. No, you know, we, Kev, we'll have by I'm
1: the way with... have him come we'd love to have whoever it it is that have you guys come in studio and, <laughs> and, and hang out and you know, shoot the shoot Break, the breeze. Bring, and us, no, bring us breakfast bring us breakfast. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. So <laughs> oh, seriously <laughs> we would love to have them come <laughs> on yeah. and tell the story. Pretty it's su- always <laughs> better doing it in person.
2: Yeah. I
8: have so. Bring prime rib. Yeah well I, I will get that set up as soon as they get back
0: okay cool that would be cool
8: but, but kevin i guess it looks like i'm gonna fish with uh beer money oh, there, you go. Oh, there you go
1: there you go that'll be fun <laughs> that, 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 oh boy
0: that, that, yeah oh boy that'll be, that, that'll <laughs> be hey
1: whatever fun. you do if you if you fish with beer money mm-hmm. don't wear your flip-flops no. at his house no, when no, you're going to, going to meet him to get on the boat
0: yep. you'll lose one
1: okay wear your boots there and yep. then once you get to the boat ramp and then slip your flip-flops on
0: yeah absolutely Trust me, you will lose your shoes I, I, in his backyard.
8: I have I have learned that lesson.
2: <laughs> Obi-Wan.
8: One of, my, one of mine might be out there with Kevin's. I'm not sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Thanks, Brian. Right, thank
1: you, Brian.
8: All right, guys.
1: Later. All right, let's take a break. 904-641-1010 right here on the Nimdick Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Ah! And Tara were actually thinking about making a couple night trip over to Steen Hatchie River yeah, Club sometime in the next uh, month.
0: You should absolutely, you, absolutely you should. Yeah,
1: yeah. Get uh, get a little cabin. Huh. Bring a little food. Do a little cooking out. Do maybe a little fishing. Do a little fishing. Heck yeah. Man, it's yeah.
0: such a cool place. Little yeah. fishing in the dark. I had So much fun there in, in, in March when we went over there and just happened to. Happened to have the one day that was beautiful, yeah. And 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 uh, the fishing over there is just so good. I it, it we were talking about how slow our inshore fishing has been, but over there, man, redfish, trout. I, I mean, all you do is throw in artificials, mm-hmm. just drifting around on the flat. Yeah. So you should,
2: Jeff. Absolutely. Might be, have to be, do it that. Be fun. We should tell everybody where we're at, man. With all this fresh food out yeah, here. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Hey, I, I real yeah, but real quick, uh, talking to Paul Dozier. Old school Kingfish Shootout. He's here, yep. And he said that he would take entries. Okay, if anybody wants to sign up for the Old School Kingfish Shootout, he's going to be here till uh, the drawings, which are hit, which, by the way, we're live at Atlanta Coast Marine here at the foot of the Intercoastal Bridge on the west side of that bridge. And it's a kind of a re-grand opening. They've got a new building here, and they're doing some giveaways starting at eleven o'clock. And at the top of the list, I don't know what 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 would be at the top of the list. They got an eight foot power pole blade
2: of the generator. You yep. sure? Yeah, the Yamaha generator is probably the most expensive thing sitting on the floor.
1: That's there. a Yamaha 3000 I mean, who, generator.
0: Who, who doesn't need a generator?
1: Well, who doesn't need a two-and-a-half-horsepower outboard?
0: Yeah, that's Bob sweet. Matthews. Dude, it,
1: it's your fishing <laughs> pond? Oh, uh, yeah, come on. We would have, we would have a ball <laughs> of that. you would just go skiing. You know? yep. So there's all kinds of, you know, they got that <laughs> Exactly, in my little
2: 10-foot John Go skiing, yeah. man. Yeah. Drag them behind with the, with the float, <laughs> you
10: know?
1: All right, so, um, uh, by the way, did you guys see the one picture because, you know, I, I love pictures. Yeah. Did you happen to see that one? I did.
0: I did see that. Like, he, he flipped just as somebody's taking the picture. Exactly. That's a good yeah. one there. There yeah. was
1: a, uh, uh, when we were in the Bahamas, Dylan took a picture. I was holding a, a bonefish, and the thing, so strong, jumped out of my hand. And the picture happened to be perfectly while The fish was out of my hands in midair. And it's one of the coolest pictures yeah. that I've ever seen. So, if you haven't seen that, check it out. Uh But we probably need to do a Kirby Co-Builders Cooking Tip of the Week. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay? And uh, Kirby Co-Builders has been around for a long period of time. And, folks, if you haven't ever seen their website, go to KirbyCoBuilders.com to see some of the work that they've done. And it's absolutely exceptional. And this week's Kirby Co-Builders Cooking Tip of the Week comes from, is this Travis that it did is. this? Yeah, Travis
0: Taper. Uh, so, yeah, on so, Roasted Shrimp. So Kayla is in town with her fiance, and, and obviously Macy. They, they came into town on, on Monday, and Travis wanted to see everybody on, so we made plans for them to go over, because they have a pool. Mm-hmm. After my charter, we're going to go over, and, and so Macy can swim, this, that, and the other. But it also happened to be Travis's birthday. Perfect. Yeah. And he made this for us, and, and it was uh, – I told him, I said, I, I, I want this recipe for the Kirby Co. cooking tip of the week.
1: And it's garlic parmesan roasted shrimp. Yeah, I, I looked at this last night, and this is a very easy it's thing 30s. to make. Yes. This this is – this. Is, I wouldn't even say that – you know how Captain Kirk, some of his recipes can be pretty involved. Uh-huh. This is something that me and you could do. Absolutely. Okay, now, n- not hard at all.
0: The, the one thing that I will tell you that, that he did, Kirk, which was really cool, is he had the shrimp on one plate, right. and then he had a bowl of s- fresh-sliced pineapple. So you would take a piece of pineapple with that shrimp and, and eat it together. Oh, I bet and, that was delicious. Oh, you know, you know summertime. Yeah. You know what I mean? Summertime dish. Yeah. Oh, was ref- it was, it was yeah. so was So a refreshing so dish. Very refreshing dish. Yeah. So re- and then uh, he obviously had the cracked cheese and the triscuits. Which too.
1: is
2: which is bonus.
1: <laughs> so I, I'll give everybody this real uh, yep. cliff knows version. It's two pounds of fresh shrimp peeled and deveined, uh, Parmesan, olive oil, garlic, Italian seasoning, lemon juice, chili flakes, black pepper, and a little salt, parsley, however you like to do it. It's very simple. Just wash and peel the shrimp, etc. remove the vein. Large bowl, you add the olive oil, the garlic, the Italian, and uh, chili flakes, uh, lemon juice, black pepper, salt, and then essentially all you're doing it is mix it very well so it coats the shrimp and then put them in the refrigerator for about two hours. And once the mar- marinade time is up, take the shrimp out of the refrigerator and add the fresh grated Parmesan cheese, mm-hmm. mix it well, and then essentially put it on a tray in an oven for 8 to 10 minutes yep. on 400. And then, bam, that's it. That's it.
0: it. That's it. Yeah. That's,
1: that's so easy. Yeah.
0: It, was, yeah, it was great. And also, he wanted to let you know, Captain Kirk, that he also, he, he added tiger sauce yeah. to, to his ingredients. Perfect. Yeah. Tiger yep. sauce
1: is yep. is one of the things that I'm very thankful for Kirk to sharing that years yep. ago. Because I love tiger
2: sauce. Yeah, and that actually came from Bob McNally. He brought it in the boat one Bob time. did? Yeah, that's the first time I'd ever had it. So, yeah, good stuff.
1: Yeah, it's, it's hard not to have a little bit. I, and my favorite dipping sauce for chicken and wings or chicken thighs is blue cheese and tiger sauce. Mix 50-50, and then you dip the chicken in that, it's money. Mm.
0: <laughs> but a huge thanks, Travis, yeah. Katie, his beautiful wife, for, for hosting us and – and um, it Actually was, done. you know, it was, you know, Travis has been fishing with me for over 25 years, and so Long he time. he knows all my kids. And 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 when you know Carrie and I lived closer to him, when the kids were growing up, that well, was they were babies, babies. That we would go over there and enjoy an afternoon with with him and Katie in the pool. And, I remember and so, sitting
2: on your back little deck <laughs> when you had the babies, and Travis would come over and we'd roast oysters yep, on the grill. That's exactly remember right. that? Yeah, that old that little house? beat up Weber grill. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yep. Sure, that's, that's good times. Long time ago. No question.
2: It's talking about food, too. If you want some good food yeah. today, you Oof. need to come over here to Atlantic Coast. What times are it going to be ready? It's ready now. Oh, I beautiful. Mean, the barbecue ribs, barbecue pork butt. He said it's ready to be served. Got mac and cheese, baked beans. Banana pudding. How many tubs of banana pudding? Ten? That's what he said. Twelve? I should have brought another know. cooler.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I got a. because I'm going to Georgia today. Yep. And I'm helping Gerald haul his tractor up. And uh, if I would have known that uh, mm-hmm. Brett was putting on the dog this morning, I would have brought an extra cooler, and I would have grabbed a to-go cooler. There's a Krispy Kreme box. Yep. Just I'm go sorry. for it. You know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, it's beautiful stuff. Yeah, I love it, man. So come down, and get some stuff. of those drawings too. You got the two point. Was it two point five?
1: Yeah. Let's do. A, let's yeah. go ahead and do a, an updated weather and an updated tides, and our updated uh, weather forecast brought to you by the Bearded Pig, the finest. Barbecue in all of Jacksonville But if you want to have some early barbecue Come on over here at Atlantic mm-hmm. Coast Spring But if you don't have time Then uh, the Bearded Pig, exceptional brisket if uh, And they do beef ribs On the weekend And so if you're going to be hanging out there oh, in the weekend Go there early Beef rib for two I, I, you, I that that's in the top five of my Mount Rushmore of meats. It's like the prime rib of beef ribs. It, it is. is, Kevin. It it's, is. It's unbelievable. It's like the ribeye cap. So the ribeye cap, beef rib.
2: Uh, I might have to do that tonight.
1: Um, uh, chicken thighs. I would put up there. What else would you put up? Would you put any seafood up there?
2: For for what
1: the Mount Rushmore of meats, bro?
0: Of of course, I'm putting
1: shrimp. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, I um. I went and got some shrimp while you were going. Mm-hmm. From, from fried shrimp? No, I, I went and got some from my, my buddy. And, uh, oh, my gosh. Having fresh shrimp like
1: that—it's it's really good. I yeah. need, I need to, I, we need to do some. I, yeah. I need to get some shrimp. All right, so anyway, the weather report, rest of today, southeast winds 5 to 10, becoming east 10 to 15, late in the morning, then increasing 15 to 20 in the afternoon. That's a little bit of something to do with that uh, tropical depression that's down south. And then tomorrow, north winds 15 to 20, becoming northeast 10 to 15 in the afternoon, seas 4 to 6. Monday, northeast 5 to 10, 3 to 4 feet. Tuesday, east winds 5 to 10. Wednesday, southeast winds 5 to 10. And hopefully the weather continues to trend upwards and get better and better and better for the old school kingfish. It's yep. already
2: improved. I mean, this is a 9.36 a.m. bulletin that just got changed. And I noticed that they've already taken the Monday, Tuesday winds Saying five to tens, five to tens out of south south east. Yeah, we just got to deal with
0: the swell. Yeah,
2: I mean, I think this thing is going to dodge us. Yeah, for the most part, we're not going to get a whole lot. Of this, no, 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 no. We're, you know? we're not going to get much of
1: anything on that. Uh, tide report brought to you by Angie Sub, the best sub shop in Jacksonville. At twelve fifty p.m., we're going to have a high tide. That's a three point five nine, six seventeen. This is Mayport, by the way. Six seventeen p.m. Low tide is going to be a point six four. And then tomorrow in the morning, 7.15 a.m. is your low tide. That's a 0. .58. That's a tide support brought to you each and every week by Angie Subs. Let's take a break. One final segment to go right here on the Nimdick Buick GMC Outdoor Show. And, folks, don't forget, we are live at Atlantic Coast Marine right at the foot of the Intercoastal Bridge on Atlantic Boulevard. And they have – Some giveaways that are totaling up thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. And you got to be here to win it. Just show up, put a raffle ticket in the bucket. You hold one, and then you could be the lucky winner of an outboard. It could be a power pole or it could be a generator. It could be a 100-hour free service here. All kinds of goodies right here at Atlantic Coast Marine. And you're listening to the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnick Chevrolet Outdoor Show. And uh, joining us here at Atlanta Coast Marine is the owner himself, Mr. Brett Cannon. Good morning, Brett.
10: Good morning. morning, Brett.
1: I got uh, quite the uh, the new operation going on here now.
10: Yeah, it's been a long time coming. A little different uh, from 15 years ago. Yeah. yeah. So
1: 15 years you, you, <laughs> since you, uh, you you took ownership on it. Yep. And I know since then you've acquired a lot in the back. And then you built a new service department building. Correct. And then you kind of used to have the old single story kind of a ranch house office and now you've got an absolutely beautiful steel building that's uh it man it's all dolled up
10: i appreciate it yeah it's uh like i said the other building we had was 85 years old
1: is that how many wow. years it was so, yeah. you know, wow. it's, a, it's
10: a big change yes so we purchased the uh lot to the east of us as well and we've also built a new uh fiberglass and gel coat facility
1: nice which, which by the way we've been saying for years you guys have the best glass work of anybody in jacksonville
10: i appreciate it yeah yep.
1: it's been it's been outstanding but what i love about this new operation is uh the artwork yep. uh d- did your wife pick out all the
10: artwork believe it or not i did everything in. did you building. really no kidding really yeah
1: nicely yep. done
10: it, it's vision i had the vision
1: all right. well <laughs> you did good i mean who first of all when you walk in, there's a piece of driftwood that's carved into a, a tarpon. Mm-hmm. who did that, and where did you get it
10: so uh who did do that uh, I've had that piece for probably ten years um I can't remember where I picked it up. I do remember I traded parts for it, <laughs> did but you really <laughs> yeah. but uh David, beautiful. David, the old barter system. David Gorley is one of my sales guys uh, at Jacksonville Boat Sales, and he's actually here uh, tying flies right now. We're going to give away whatever he ties, but he did all those flies, um, which I just had an idea of, you know, I wanted to color on the wall, and there you have it. Yeah, no, it's beautiful. looks, so, looks very good. Yeah, it's
1: beautiful. So uh, at uh, once we get off the air here at 10 o'clock, I know you, you got a whole – who's cooking, by the way?
10: So, that's a neighbor from down the street, uh, Malcolm Reed. So, we're going to have, I think we have 20 slabs of ribs, uh, 10 pork butts, 75 pounds of chicken. Wow. (laughs) Uh, And all the fixings that goes along with it. Outstanding. Please, come come and eat. It's going to be open all all day. We're going to be here until 3 o'clock.
1: Okay, 3 Mm o'clock, and uh, come on down and people can eat for Absolute, free and absolutely hang out look at new boats
10: raffle tickets are free given away i think y'all have already gone over that yeah uh, so
1: and uh and those start at 11 o'clock
10: yeah probably okay. 11 1130
0: 1130 30 okay eleven thirty 30
1: 12 o'clock all right good yeah beautiful yeah, yeah, so,
0: yeah. i mean so you just hang out and eat food what's wrong with that and, uh, and, and then, then win free stuff and then we free win. stuff yeah well,
10: that's that, that's good stuff
0: that's um <laughs> boating industry right now crazy isn't
10: it yeah uh i'd say the last two years yeah. have been crazy Um,
1: Crazy from, from I think, what? Because it's two different standpoints. Crazy from the demand.
10: Crazy from a demand standpoint and a supply. That's what I mean. Right. So it's starting to loosen up a little bit. We're starting to finally get some boats in inventory. Um, I think between now and September, people will actually be able to come to the dealership and see product. And see boats. Instead of
1: saying, here's what we have, and look at showing them a brochure. Correct. And, well, we hope we can get it in X amount of time. To give people an idea, when when you say demand and supply, just focus in on the demand thing here just for a minute. How many boats did you sell if you go back pre-pandemic? Okay, let's go back to to 17, 18. How many in a year?
10: Uh, Between new and used, probably 200, 250 boats.
1: Okay, now let's move up to pandemic. How many?
10: Probably less, but that's the issue with actually getting the boats. But okay. I sum it up like this. If you can take in 2020 uh, when COVID hit, um, you know, we didn't know if we were going to be able to stay open. Nobody knew if they were going to be able to stay open. Thankfully, our governor yeah. allowed us to stay open. Absolutely. So if you imagine every single boat in inventory, and this is across the board, every dealer in the southeast – between April and June, every boat was gone, sold.
0: That's gone. crazy. Gone.
10: Yeah. yeah,
0: we couldn't even have Period. no, boat no shows.
10: inventory. They sold everything. Yeah, we couldn't, uh, have, we, we, we couldn't have boat shows. Yeah, because nobody had any inventory to show. So what has happened ever since? Everything has been retail sold. Mm-hmm. Before it gets here, the boat was sold. So wow, it's finally starting to loosen up a little bit. Yeah, I have three boats in stock. <laughs> but i do ha- probably have between 20 and 30 boats coming between now and september right so
1: i mean that's pretty amazing how how that's changed i mean because it, it, it a couple things happened. one people couldn't couldn't use that money that they might be taking vacations or whatever because with covid so now they're like okay what we, what can we do here right what can we do in our own backyard Right. but then also something else happened and that since you had all of that happen People started figuring out uh, that Florida's a great place to live. Jacksonville's a great place to live. People start moving here. So now you have not only people that are here wanting a boat, but then people that are coming from outside of the community, into the community, wanting a boat.
10: Yeah, and I'd say within, I mean, in the last year and a half, probably 60% of the people buying boats are first time.
1: No kidding, 60%. Yeah, which we talk about the the, the ramp in St. Augustine being closed on Memorial 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 Day. Right. Yeah, there's a, a lot more pressure on oh, some absolutely. of those facilities now. Right. Because of the number of voters and the number of people that are wanting access.
10: Right. And y'all see it as guides. I mean, oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's it's insane. It, it's, um,
0: you know, it, typical. Three years ago, you pull up to the boat ramp on a June morning Wednesday, there'd be five, six, seven boats, most of them charter captains, you right. know. Right. Um, and you pull up there now at 7 o'clock on a Wednesday morning, and, and there will be 50 to 100 boats in the parking yeah. lot. Yep. So, I, I mean, it's every day. It's every it's, day. it's It's, un- it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, and, and weekends, obviously, you just – I, I don't – I don't fish weekends anymore. I don't. And as a matter of fact, I you know, fish in the old school, and then I got Ancient City and Kingbuster. I got a slip. Right. I'm not going to deal with that ramp. Yeah, that's there's, a lot. There, there's no way. Right. You know? I mean, it's just – but. You know, great for the economy, which we definitely need more ramps. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's a, yeah. I mean, that's, that's just, a, that's just really. an argument
0: we've tried to make for yeah. years. You know, you, it's it's very, it, it's common sense to see this coming. Right. The people are moving here. They're moving here because it's an awesome place. Mm-hmm. We get it, but you know, we, we we have to adjust to that also. You know, I mean, you you just can't you can't take one big ramp in St. Johns County. No, you, you can't, it's it's you can't do that. But anyway. That's a that's a whole other story.
1: So uh you're you're also a, a part of the old school kingfish shootout. Mm-hmm. Okay? You're the number 2 prize supplier, correct? Which what what's I, that about?
10: I think so. Uh <laughs> yeah, it donated a 115. Um still waiting to see if I can get that 115. Yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> it may be August, but yes. Yeah, they're going to get it. Whoever wins it uh they just have to have patience. <laughs> we have to have patience, yes. for sure. So
1: I, I it was interesting when when I was over in the Bahamas last week, and over there, we kind of get, I want to say, I don't want to say spoiled. We're, we get used to having things available to us, and now we're we're talking about supply chain interruption mm-hmm. and everything. But, man, those people over there, that, yeah. we think we're interrupted. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, and then you add the component of those folks over there trying to get things to a place like that. That's a whole different world over there, there no now.
10: doubt. Yeah. You got to you got to know somebody with a plane if you want to mm-hmm. get anything.
1: Plane done. or a ship, yeah, or a barge <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to a get anything over there.
10: Yeah,
1: <laughs> we just we, we yep. feel
0: like it's just uh, a huge thanks for all your support for yeah. for for the locals and 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 then for the outdoor show. I mean, you've been a part of this show since you opened, yeah. you know, and, uh, that's a, that's a cool yeah, partnership. You and I were
10: talking about that this morning. I said, I think I've been doing it for yeah, 15, 15 years. years. 15
0: years. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is so cool. So cool. I, right, and we need to let folks know, uh, again, we're going to do the drawing. It sounds like around 1130, 1130-ish. Um, all you got to do is be here to win it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, yep. Uh, and, and tons of food. It's tons all free. Of food. It's all free.
1: Free food, uh, free raffle and great prizes and come on down. And, uh, What's wrong with that? No, it's all good. It's all uh, good. Thank you for having us, Brett. Yes, absolutely, yep, thank and, you. Guys, guys, we appreciate it. it, and uh, looking forward to a little barbecue now. Very good. And yeah, barbecue is going to be available till three, by the way, folks. Uh, eleven thirty drawing start. So if I was you, I would get here before eleven thirty. Eat and uh,
10: we'll probably start the food a little bit earlier, probably ten thirty. I was
1: thinking about ten ten o five.
10: We already got yours ready. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. Thank you, Brett. Thanks, Thank Appreciate it.
10: Absolutely. It's good
0: stuff.
1: Uh, Captain Kirk, uh, this week, are you going to be here hanging out, by the way, for, for a little bit?
2: Yeah, I'm going to hang around. Good.
1: Because uh, I know you and Captain Larry and Chip Wingo. Uh,
4: Tony Tony, Buzella. Buzella. Tony Buzella, Yeah, you got a host Kevin. of guides here. you got any questions,
2: to ask
1: us. I mean, that's another that's great benefit for. of coming here and hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. All the guides are here to an- answer questions. Yeah. Yep,
0: yep. Shaking hands, kissing babies. Beautiful. <laughs> Logs, as usual, we've got some fine sponsors, in, including Atlantic Coast Marine. And uh, without them...
1: Would not be an outdoor show. The Bearded Pig, Ring Power, and the Cat Rental Store, Claude Knoll and Cadillac, Thick Pen Heating and Cooling, Coastal Equipment, Consignment Boat Sales, LV Hires Inc., Hagen Coastal Outfitters, don't forget 60th anniversary celebration next Friday and Saturday, CNH Marine Construction, Tire Outlet, Kirby Co. Builders, Whalen Bay Marine, Shimano, Strike Zone, Angie Subs, St. River Club, Moe's, and St. Augustine, and, of course, the Nimnik family of dealerships.
0: Remember, folks, anything you do in the outdoors, always think safety first. Y'all have a great weekend. See ya. See ya. See ya. That's great. Bye.
4: Bye. <laughs> <laughs>